Five, four, three, two. I feel like I want to, I just want to start rhyming over that. Hey, hey, you know. Uh, yeah, we definitely have to do it one time for my man, Double M, Mike Myers, Mike Audrey Myers, uh, The Shape, a.k.a. Uh, the dude with the pale face. AKA uh, Ghostface Killer, uh, AKA uh, uh, Mechanics Anonymous, AKA <laughs> <laughs> just making up uh, nicknames as we go. That's how we like to do it here on the Fate. That's what we do. That's what we do best. We communicate. And I believe you had some communication uh, saying some wise words of wisdom. Yeah, yeah. So it's uh, another round of etiquette. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Shout out, shout out to our, to our etiquette game. Yeah. I got one more for you guys. Okay. Okay. Uh, last time we talked about timeliness etiquette. Basically, when I say I'll be there in five minutes, I'll be there in five minutes. Be fucking dressed and out, you know, outside in five minutes, right? Yeah. If we're going to a movie, ladies, it's not cute to be late and miss the first fifteen minutes of the movie because you wanted to get an outfit on. The yeah. theater's dark. Nobody's looking at you. Yeah. You know, get <laughs> but, fucking but you, dressed. But it's always like when the lights come on and you walk out, like you don't want to be looking like a scrub because like everybody forgot what you look like. So you want them to Who's be looking pleasantly at surprised. when the lights come on? I'm ready to get out of there. I'm looking at people. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, it's hard <laughs> not to see people. And right I'm there. judging. Yeah, yeah. Is this a movie <laughs> during Fashion Week or something like that? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, every week's Fashion Week. Hey, no. hey. I can't, I can't ever say that. At the end of a movie, I'm like, man, let's see who came with the outfit on. Mm. Okay, I'm checking to see who I'm in here with. Who the fuck was yeah, in here with me I, anyway? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't be caught in some sloppy ass movie theater. You gotta, dog. I'm in sweat. I paid, I paid, I paid thirty nine dollars to get yeah. in here. I gotta put nah, <laughs> a fucking shirt on. <laughs> sir. Gonna, it's a lot of money to be in here. <laughs> when I'm in a movie theater, yeah. I'm chilling, man. Okay. Um, what Drake say? My head in the hoodie, my shorty. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what I'm doing when I'm in the movies. My cousin is like buggy. But um, so this week I want to talk about etiquette for when you're holding someone else's phone, right? Mm. Especially in the age of you know these data breaches that are happening and and uh, data s- network security and 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 people's fucking identities getting stolen. Yeah. If I give you my phone, it is for one reason and one reason only. Mm. Do not do shit else. <laughs> <laughs> and give my phone back immediately. <laughs> okay? Yeah. So, etiquette number one. Mm-hmm. When holding someone else's phone, yeah. you look and return. That's it. Okay? That's step one. Look and return. Hey, this is great. This thing you're showing me, here's your device back. You do not swipe left. You do not swipe right unless instructed to. You don't scroll up. You don't you don't scroll any down up nothing. What you definitely don't do is close out of the screen or the app that you're in and open another. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's What if three. you do that by accident? Don't like give, what if what if somebody gets like a text message and like you'd by instinct just click then on you it. start from the beginning and you go to step one <laughs> no turn the device <laughs> well what i do let's say i'm looking at and something pops up and i click on it say hey something just came through yeah i usually i usually tell people, you gotta address it hey address you just it. got a text message you don't look at it you know it's hard like, not to look at it like i so i even noticed that when when somebody just has their phone out in front of me I can't help but look at the fucking screen. It's like an instinctual thing. You just look yeah. at it. Yeah. Now, now, 
you know, so, uh, wow, someone's screen lights up. Well, okay, you look at it, but you're not like, who? I mean, what's the difference? Reading this entire conversation. If, the difference is, yeah. uh, you know, being noticing something like, oh, I noticed you just got a text message. Mm-hmm. I noticed your this, your screen lit up yeah. versus, you know, doing like a real investigation into what the fuck this person is doing on their phone. Yeah. I feel like trying to read their text message or email. The jury's already out when you peek over just like, cause it's, it's like an awkward thing. Cause then both of you are reacting like, I hope that person didn't see what they would just popped up on my phone. Have you ever caught somebody like legit trying to read your text message? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Sheesh. Isn't it like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing over my shoulder? And they're just like, if yeah, you're, uh, I, I just think they're nosy people. Like, but if you're if you're scrolling your timelines in front of me, I'm, I'm allowed to look. Like, if we're in public or wherever we're at, if you want to whip out your Instagram and you're just scrolling, 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 I'm I'm looking to see what your timelines about. Like, you're just doing it right here in front of me. I think that's fair. Now, see, that's fair. Yes, but if let's say I give you my phone, right? Let's say um, I'm looking at something on Instagram. I hand you my phone, like, yo, read this, or like to watch this, or listen to this. Nah, maybe you scroll up once, maybe you scroll down once, you know, see what else is on the line. <laughs> but you do not go into my DMs no. <laughs> and start reading. No, timeline only. You don't even look at the uh the notification, like you know, the notifications tab within like Instagram or uh Twitter. Yep. Don't look at Facebook. That. You don't even um check out any of that. Don't like shit. Don't follow people. Don't unfollow. Yeah, definitely don't like anything. Step one, right? You mm-hmm. look and you return the device. <laughs> so um, this kind of goes back to a, a story, right? So not too long ago, uh, chilling with the fellas. We're all watching a football game. I give my phone to a friend of mine's mm-hmm. to, um, I think we were trying to set up what, like one of the other TVs he had in the basement or whatever. So I give my phone to a friend of mine's. 30 minutes. Wait, what? This guy had my phone. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I, wait, how did you let that work? Yeah, time I don't, I don't understand. Like, the I feel like both were, parties. The directions were on my phone, and he was like trying to figure it out. And on his phone, he was um, on the line with uh, like Comcast or Verizon, you know, trying to like figure it out. Uh, but he was using my phone because it had all like the this is 12 a, directions. I right? call bullshit on this. So this is know, nonsense. I'm like. You know, <laughs> no, because you're complicit in this act. I feel like no, I mean, it's different if he just took your phone. It was like, all right, this is gonna be mine for the next half hour. No, so but we'll here's the thing: is it, like, if it's being used for something purposeful, then you know I'm gonna annoyingly allow it. I'm like, you know, but yeah. the whole time I was like, you know, are you good? Are you still? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm on the phone with the guy reading the directions, make sure we're doing it right. I'm yeah. like, cool, cool. You know, five minutes goes by, like. Hey, you know, do you uh, are you still good? Like, <laughs> right now, I'm, oh, okay. But that's your fault. Times. That's your fault for not being direct. You First of all, now, now here's the thing, though. Yeah, this person followed instructions. Nothing else was looked at. Oh, how do you right? know? Because you know it, they just it was in sight for the most part. Okay, like you know, I could see there was no changing of screens, no, yeah. you know, transferring of data. Mm-hmm. But uh, so this person followed, but that's thirty minutes was a long time when someone else is holding your phone. No, because you're like, yo, I got you don't a lot get the, of creepy shit on there. You don't get to hold my phone for that long. If you're on the phone with Comcast or whoever, you get yourself some headphones, so therefore you can still use your phone, or you put that on speaker. So do you, you, you do you tell that to them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been too long. You would you would tell that to them. I'm like, hey, I got some headphones for you. That's that's what oh, I would okay, do. But that's still non-confrontational. Yeah, you're I would, saying hey, I have some headphones. Yeah, I got some headphones. What if you didn't for have you. headphones. 
I gotta go. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> just leave. <laughs> Even if you just got there and you have a long drive home. Even if you're staying it, the night. It's fucking in Frederick. Like, uh, you gotta go. God. <laughs> Duty calls. Wait, uh, did you change your flight? What do you mean? Like, you flew in. Like, uh, I gotta, I gotta go. do something. Southwest Airlines. I gotta run a gas station. Yeah. The next one out. On that note, let's fly in this intro real quick. Hey, 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 it's your boy T.O. as you know. Yeah, it's O'Rain. Like Prince, too. Yeah. <laughs> Fabian here, K.A. Walt the Long Coat. Hey, and we are the Fade Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything TV, media, and film-related, along with any goddamn thing we want to talk about, man. It is Halloween weekend. We are in the building. We haven't done a show in a while. We haven't done a press play in a while. I'm amped. I'm ready. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, man, I almost forgot we saw the damn movie. Like, cause uh, it's been about two weeks now. <laughs> Forgettable movie you watched. <laughs> it was. <laughs> no, but, it, but yeah, how, when did it? When did we see it? It was, um, it was like two weeks now. Just it just week. came no, out last, last weekend. weekend. So. We saw it last weekend. I think it was like Saturday. It was so long like ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, fair enough. Let, let let everybody know how you feel about the press play then. Well, before we uh, <laughs> immediately. <proceed. laughs> wait, wait. But let's not skip over the fact that it is Halloween weekend. Hey, yeah, man! Ghouls and ghosts running around. More yeah, doing time. crazy things. I was driving through. DC earlier. Yeah. That's right. Um, yeah. Around like Howard University, because there's also Howard University homecoming. Oh right shit. Now in DC. Oh, shit's crazy in DC. Yo, yeah. traffic was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, don't drive. Just uh yeah, yeah. Oh uh, my uh, god. It was Yeah, so hang gliding. Hang gliding. So yeah, about to say don't Uber. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't do that. It yeah. was some bad ones out there, man. I felt like <laughs> going up on a rooftop and just sniping some of them baddies. <laughs> That's the new slang. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Wait, yeah, like what does that imply though? Like what is that? It's if you're going to go on a roof and snipe like with uh, the, Bluetooth my contact yeah, like information into your phone just <laughs> airdrop it just airdrop my shit into your well, phone well it was a DC sniper reference too yikes uh, it was terrible yeah yeah it was terrible yeah, yeah it was terrible <laughs> but uh <laughs> snipe your young ass <laughs> but um, alright yeah it was it, DC, uh, Howard University had it popping over there yep. yo Everybody had red cups with something in it, mm, and you yeah. know it was Hennessy. Yeah, <laughs> you. I mean, that I McDonald's saw, on Georgia's crazy yeah, right oh, now. Yeah, that, oh, that McDonald's was lit up. Uh, I, I saw jumping. young people with them red cups. I seen old heads with their. And you know it's live when you see somebody auntie who <laughs> went to Howard University in like nineteen. You know, she graduated in seventy seven, and she out there with the red cup. I wonder where auntie Diddy's lit? at tonight. Yeah. You know where Diddy's at tonight. <laughs> Diddy probably gonna be at like opera. Yeah. You know, it might probably like park. Yeah, Diddy's always at park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Diddy, Diddy's a park. Guy. But anyway, uh, shout out to Howard University doing your thing out there. Howard Homecoming. Uh, it is Halloween weekend. There's a lot of shit going on. A lot of expensive shit. Yeah, uh, a lot of shit where you, you got to buy the ticket in advance for forty dollars before and then pay for your drinks. Yeah. Hey, before we proceed any further, um, if you are listening still, I need you to do one thing, man. I need you to hit that subscribe button. Hit it right now. Don't even do any. If you're driving, take both hands off the wheel. Mm. Hit that subscribe button. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, we do not encourage that at all. Uh, just uh, do it when you're safe. When do it, you when you do parked. it when you've parked. Man. Yeah, fine. fine. <laughs> if you're driving in an Uber, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah. what our insurance looks like for the uh, for the podcast. So yeah, just hit uh, that subscribe. Well, that's button. a lawsuit. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was yeah. instructed. Yeah, we're not, we're, 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 we're not an LLC yet, so we uh, that that'll be a personal hit, you know, to us. Uh, <laughs> all social media platforms, the Fade Podcast. Check us out. 
do it. Uh, yeah, so let's just jump right into the goods. Uh, we've got a great show lined up for you guys. Uh, the first being we're going to talk a little bit about Filmstruck, which is uh, essentially the uh, sh- uh, streaming service that uh, I think it launched in uh, I think 2016. I think, um, and it was sort of kind of like a a throwback streaming service where they showed a lot of older movies. You know, mm-hmm. they uh, uh, a, a lot of the uh, Turner Classic movies uh, they would show uh, in this. Uh, from this thing called uh, Criterion uh, Cornucopia sort of catalog, they 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 would show a lot of these movies. The, the the main thing that I want to get to with this is we live in an interesting world where it seems like we're changing at such a fast rate that the things of yesteryear are becoming increasingly more irrelevant. Which I don't know where to put that. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. So Filmstruck, because they, they, they showed all these sort of older movies, you would think that there would be this like base of people who would keep that alive, who would, you know, and they, and they worked like any sort of a subscription service where they had, you know, packages, things like that, mm-hmm. you know, like 1099 for, you know, your monthly subscription or whatever the case is. 1099? Yeah. Woo. That's more than Netflix. Well, originally. It yeah. Was. No, no, not now. What, what is Netflix now? I think. It's 1099. It is? I believe so. Either 10 exactly or 1099, somewhere around there. Huh. Yeah, I got the. Uh, Unless you're grandfathered in, if you're grandfathered in, I think it's it's different for you. Although I'm not too sure about that. I have no idea. I, I just the, the, I just um, signed up again recently because I stopped mooching off a of family. The multi TV yeah. one, and I don't even remember what that is. Multi TV one where you can have Mul- like yeah. three or four different accounts and like watch it on different TVs. Oh, I have two different accounts. Uh, don't need more than that. Why do you have multiple accounts? Is it because there are other people who moved off my account, and yeah. I don't want to not be able to watch something. Yeah, wait, I, wait, I, but I like, why don't you account. just not give them the shit? No, I, I want to. Okay, so you, so you want to do it, but them. you also want to complain while doing it. No, I don't want to complain. So I, they can watch something at the same time as I'm mm-hmm. watching something. But does anybody contribute? No, what I'm going to ask for a dollar. Yes. <laughs> Get every last fucking cent. Yeah, you know somebody's what? on there watching so fucking I, Daredevil. Using, I, I've been using send them a text message. Yeah. I wonder how much it costs now because I forgot it went because it used to be four ninety nine, right? For what Netflix? Yeah, now it's like seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine. Yeah, seven ninety nine. I, I think it's just nine ninety nine now. Oh, you said ten ninety nine. I think it's. I think yeah. I think it's like ten dollars. It was I like just, a two dollar uh, bump. Yeah, I just um, I, they just yeah they just recently increased it. Um, anything above ten dollars, yeah, it's okay to ask for content. Yeah, yeah, for some. If yeah, it's yeah. like seven dollars, let me let me tell you like that. the gangster shit my my brother did. <clears throat> so we, uh, me and my little sister, use his account. Uh, um, and I guess this is they just enacted the whole. Oh, you can only watch on so many, uh, you know, different. Only so many people couldn't view it at certain times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <laughs> we were somehow maybe we are all watching Netflix at the same time. And me and my little sister were on there. And then my brother tried to watch something and it like denied him or some shit. He's like, and he texted us immediately, get off the Netflix so I can watch him. <laughs> and in fact, I'm revoking your privileges <laughs> right now. I was like, Jesus yeah. Christ. I wonder like, I wonder if you can set like a certain account to be um, the primary account. Yeah, where that person where, doesn't get denied. Yeah, if that yeah. person wants to watch something, they keep, yeah. you know, priority. No, I think off. they want people feuding. I think because that leads to more more uh, more accounts for them. Yeah. Because uh, or like oh let's get the shit where you can like watch it yeah on eight different TVs yeah exactly like the the key here is that they want people to have uh, more conflict so that <laughs> so you go eventually yeah. get your own so either get your own or you just get mul- the multiple family I've got eighteen family members package because yeah. if you yeah. can't start a show that sucks but if yeah. you get cut off in the middle of your show 
now you're angry and you might just go get a Netflix account yourself. Yeah. Mm. All right. So uh, getting back to um, Filmstruck. Uh, so this is kind of a blow to a lot of people because uh, it was sort of like the hotbed for like uh, independent film and foreign films and, and just classic films, you know. Um, and uh, what I'm curious by is when we have something that's older, like something that's uh, like, so for instance, I, a little while back, I watched, I went back and watched uh, Metropolis because I'd never watched it before. Um, Metropolis was made in like 1930 or 40 something. Um, and usually I'm, I, I hate movies like that. I'm like, I'm not, this is stupid. Why would I watch something when I can watch the matrix or some shit? Right. Um, but I, I made a point to it that like, look, if I'm really going to be a student of the game, I'm going to be a student of the game and got to go back and watch the classics. So I did, and I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. But what if, like, so, like, the generation that's born, like, after us, like, what if they just don't have an interest in any of that because it's so far removed from anything that they know? Like, think about it. Like, we're actually the linking generation of the real old shit and the new shit. We're, like, the the link between that. Yeah. Because and, the people... In more ways yeah. than that, too. Like, we're, we're the generation before the technology boom and during it. You well, know? That, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. that we, like so... <laughs> yeah, I, don't well, I, was getting, <laughs> I don't understand. I was getting into more than just movies, is what I was saying. Like, oh, okay. You know, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Because <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was like, cool, I just said this. <laughs> um, uh, no, but that but that is... Uh, go on, I'm sorry. No, no, no that was it. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I, but, like... It's, it's like what happens after us though like what if when we go away because it like we're clearly not doing a good job of like so I'm like no here's the old shit that you need to pay attention to right like we're just like we don't give a fuck do whatever you fuck you want i don't care go Ooh, on no us no yeah. i'm i i still enjoy you know things from like when i was a kid like no I, no 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 yeah, we, we do enjoy, they yeah, don't but we we're not trying to pass that on to like others like uh, kids like yeah. we're not we're not trying to impress that we don't give a fuck we're like whatever do whatever the fuck you want i'm gonna go enjoy this old shit plus i might dive into some of this new shit and you do whatever the fuck you want like we don't really make it up like our parents made it a fucking point to be like this is the way you do it this is what you enjoy you'll fucking like it the entire time yeah uh, now i mean other people's kids fuck them i don't care about <laughs> them my yeah. kid i'm yeah. definitely going to give perspective when she's growing up of like, yeah. you know, and I think, you know how we, our parents used to, Oh, when I was growing up, I didn't have this or I didn't have that. Yeah. I think sometimes maybe our parents went about it the wrong way. Yeah. Whereas it's it, where it seemed kind of like, Oh, like be ungrateful, you piece of shit. And that's kind of like where it was coming from. Yeah. Instead of maybe you should have been like, like look how f- much things have changed. Look how far it's come. Like, this is what I had. This is what you have. Like, you know, m- this is how we got there. So I, w- I definitely want to be able to teach my daughter, like, you know, this is how we used to listen to music. This is how music used to be recorded. Th- like, we had to put in, put the VHS in the, the uh, what is this shit called now? Uh, when you put the, Blu-ray? No, what is it called? The, the cassette player? What are you talking like about? Like a Walkman? The, the VHS? Yeah. Is it called a VHS? I don't know what you're trying to get at. The shit where you'd put the tape oh, in. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. VHS. It's called player. a VHS? Yeah. She, shit. I got to remember this stuff. This is this <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was like, wait, no, like you're saying it. There's a <laughs> so VHS, you, you yes. Put, you put the cassette into the yeah, VHS, yeah, VHS, right? Yeah. Or like, a, I guess maybe you would call like a. Uh, maybe like a they wouldn't call like a tape deck or something like that. No, that uh, was that no, was, that like, was like, like no, you're right. There was something. Audio, yeah. We VHS. wouldn't say into the VHS. 
VCR. I'm sorry. VCR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm like, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I, I misunderstood like exactly what you were trying to say, and I yeah, I yeah, got I'm lost. I'm like, what the fuck? Can so I think you of this? Put yeah. the cassette or or whatever into the VCR, right? Yeah. And remember having to like rewind it when someone didn't rewind it after they watched the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's highly annoying. Yeah, when, very when, annoying. when you were just trying to watch, like you, you sat down, you got your snacks all about you. You know, you pop on the TV. You're like, okay, I'm gonna hit the play on mm-hmm. this tape real quick. You pop it in, and it's the credits. And you're like, mother, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and then now you gotta spend six minutes <laughs> rewinding the movie. <laughs> All oh, I wanted to do shit. was watch Wild Wild West. <laughs> oh no, 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 the no! New yeah, Will yeah. Smith film. No, I, I absolutely would not be hitting press play on Yo, that. Yeah, you yeah. remember when As a press Wild stop. Wild press West stop. was yeah. the new movie to do? <laughs> no, I remember Cisco. Uh, you coming straight? To Yo, that was a hot Wild song. Wild they like the song. That was cool. a hot song. No, nah, hey, it wasn't. So, I, so I, I hate everything about it. The reason that came to mind is I watched that the other day. I was at the gym on the elliptical and it was on. Mm-hmm. Dog, Salma Hayek. Yeah, Ageless, I mean, I, look, I've said it a time, like I've said it multiple times. Like Selma Incredible. Is, we have to remember. Top I hope rank. they remember Selma. The best. <laughs> I feel like um, knows when he said that. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, those things are are, are important. I want to be like, you know, what I want in my house, like an old phone. Yeah. With, with the with the cord attached to it, the wind up one. Yeah. The stringy one, yeah. Like a Why? Butt, so you can like never use it, and then she's like, no, oh, man, wanna, you don't use it." Yeah, and then you're gonna be tied to it, like when you use it. But I want to use it, yo, because when you had that old phone, that's when you had some of the most. I'm real not gonna lie. This is very true. Oh, this is very true. Yeah, when you I, I can't the, actually remember the feeling of having like a real conversation like that when you used to like get home from school. Mm-hmm. You had a little butterfly. You had in your, your stomach. middle school girlfriend. Oh my god, you had the butterflies like shout out. No, and you never knew who was going to pick up. It wasn't like you called it and it was like, oh, it's going oh, to a phone uh, straight. Uh, when you called to my house, you're like, uh, you're like, is um, hey, Taylor, hello, <laughs> hello. And you're like, oh shit. <laughs> uh, excuse hey. me, Mr. Williams. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's Taylor there. I'm in her English class. <laughs> I just need some notes from class. Uh, missed the assignment. Um, no. So that's one part of it in terms of like how, you know, how is the past going to actually be viewed? Because I'm afraid that future generations are going to try to watch Metropolis or, or I'm sorry, future generations aren't ever going to try to watch Metropolis. and be like, I don't know what the fuck this shit is some ancient technology shit that they didn't look like they knew what the fuck they were doing. I'm going to watch again, the matrix. Yeah. Um, so that's one part of it. But then the other part of it too, is how, like in terms of movies specifically, how are we catalog, uh, cataloging all this stuff? Because remember it used to be like, I have like several DVDs upstairs or, or Blu-rays upstairs that I made a purpose to go out and buy. Mm hmm. Now I don't have to go out and buy shit. I on demand. If it's not on demand, it doesn't exist. Like why would I ever go out to buy a DVD yeah. anymore? No, there's I don't even have a DVD player. There's certain things I'm definitely proud to have like the DVD of. Um but here here's my thought on that. I think we highly um or at least we 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 tend to make assumptions about future generations. Yeah. Much more than necessary hmm. and our assumptions I feel like are typically very wrong right mm-hmm. so the generation before us mm-hmm. um baby boomers gen x they made a lot of assumptions about millennials right like mm-hmm. oh like we're lazy we don't work hard we're um we're you know the digital age like we 
you know, everything's digital now and, yeah. and, and we don't know how to do. Well, no, we know how to do a lot more, actually. And we're a lot smarter. We question a lot more. <laughs> no, it is like right? like millennials yeah. compared to like, you know, Generation X are just so far. Uh, I don't know. If so we're much more. Adv- I don't know if we're smarter. We're just obviously much more inclined technology wise. But we're, I don't know if that makes us smarter. In fact, someone argued that actually makes us less smart because we, we we technology is such a part of our daily lives. Like think about how to do simple math, right? Mm-hmm. Dude, I've I don't know how to. I've, <laughs> I I have an accounting degree. I don't know how to do simple math. Like ask me what twelve plus twelve is. I'm like I don't. Maybe I know. I don't know. I can yeah. if you give me some time, I'll figure it out. Think about this one. Yeah, let me yeah. let me marinate on that. I just tried to know stall. how to do. Well, they thought they knew how to do simple math, and then the uh, economy crashed. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> no, no, no. It's because they knew how to do math too well. That's how <laughs> sure. they got it. Well, certain people knew how to do it too well. Certain yeah, people yeah. were like, you know, I make thirty thousand a year. Yeah, I can buy that four hundred thousand dollar house. <laughs> And spend seventy thousand a year on credit cards. That's the math that they knew. Um, yeah. But I, I do think we make assumptions about future future generations. You know, yeah. uh, like again, we millennials. You know, baby or Generation X made assumptions about us, about us not appreciating the past or history. Um, I wouldn't say that's true, and I don't think the next generation is going to not appreciate the you know kind of like the space and time we're living in now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I do think that they they'll have a less of appreciation for it, and that's because when I do speak with uh with our younger people, and that they don't really care about anything. Well, the people that I've spoken with seem to not really care about anything that happened more than like ten years ago. <laughs> they don't listen to the old albums, old movies, none of that stuff. Um, so I I don't think it's that far off of an assumption that they will have a lack of appreciation for like any sort of history i I think you can even see that now like uh so there's two points i want to make but i'm going to get to them quickly like so the first is just look at like all in music where you have all these young people coming up the the age of the littles right uh lulls uh where they make a they they actually wear it as almost like a badge of honor that they don't go back and study the 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 legends that came before them like that's some old shit that doesn't have anything to do with me I'm on this new shit that everybody seems to love. So it's just like this sort of, it's not an assumption I think on our part saying that they're not going back into it. It's like, it's common knowledge because they're like, yeah, we don't and we don't care. Like, and and I'm not saying, I'm not even saying they should care. Right. Because again, when you go, no, that's, that's the thing. I think it's cool to not care these days. I don't think it, I don't think it's, I don't think, I don't see it as cool or not cool. I, I see it as like, what's your goal, you know? Um, because again, trying to, when you watch something like the matrix, you're seeing somebody trying to perfect shit techniques that are decades old. Right. Um, but sometimes it helps to go back to see what the Genesis of those techniques are. That word. Yes. Genesis. (laughs) This is well documented here on the (laughs) podcast that I love the word Genesis. Um, uh, to see how it all started um you it helps you in a way uh, appreciate it and and care for it whereas if, if you see something and you've already seen the perfect version of it, it that it, 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 it it's like trying to it's like when i first started to learn how to edit right and when you try to learn how to edit with the editing programs we have today it's so easy that anybody could jump into it so therefore you forget to do 
or you forget to um, or you, you never really learn the mechanics of it. You mm-hmm. never learn this is why this happens. That's why this happens. Right. You just know, oh, this shit is easy. You just do, 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 do. And you're good to go. But understanding how something works, understanding the nuts and bolts of it can open up an entire world to you where you're like, oh, like that's why this happens. That's why that happens. So therefore, I can maybe try to do this. It, it, it actually helps innovation, learning how something works in its entirety. And, and I think that's what I'm saying, that because Filmstruck is, uh, struck is going away, that shows a lack of either want or uh, either it's a, it's a lack of supply or it's a lack of demand, right? It's one of the two. Um, either the people who, so AT&T just bought um, Warner Brothers, I think, or they yeah. just merged or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it, basically AT&T is like, yeah, this shit's going away. Like they're, they're basically the ones saying like, hey, we don't want this shit anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's either that they're just like, we don't want to give the supply of it, or it's people, there's just there's just not that big of a market there for it, right? To mm-hmm. support it. Um, I think it's the latter. I think it's the... Um there's not a big enough market for it because if there was, there'd be money and nobody likes giving away money basically. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, or not from, making money. Or from, from what I read, there is, there is a market for it, but how large that market is, I think yeah, to, to your point is, and they're moving away from a lot um, because they now own HBO and HBO at the end of this year, they're not doing any more boxing. Um, so I don't know what their game plan is, but, yeah, well, I, got I think something I think they're trying to trim the fat, so to speak. Yeah, uh, but it's hard to say what is the fat because as the consumers, we're just like, yeah, I so, like that shit. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think just like you know retail, right? Like you know Sears just filed for bankruptcy and Sears is done. Yeah, Toys R Us is done, right? Um, so this, um, you know, I don't know why Filmstruck. I, yeah, Filmstruck. Um, well, like and when I say Sears is done the their old model is done where they had these big box stores and it's like everything you ever need you can get out of Sears now they're going to smaller more pop-up locations more of like an online digital presence right yeah um I think film struck they probably just reached a point where they're like you know maybe we need to downsize we need to change our model I think the demand is still there I think the market is still there the supply um I would but, but that's what makes it all that much more curious right because it, it's like a digital it's a dig- it's not like they're sending you DVDs and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like all digital. So yeah. it's just like I guess maybe I don't know, maybe it's the rights to the movies that, that maybe would be the biggest or maybe it's like just maintaining the site or like I don't know what the biggest yeah, because cost how is. How much there. yeah, about that. So how much of a cost maybe, could it really have been? And and I'm just looking at it from other angles, right? So maybe the primary consumer of these older classic films, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe they're changing the way in which they want to consume it, right? Maybe it's like there was a point in which, okay, you know, I, I, I can do the digital thing. And now it's like, you know, I'm done with the laptops and iPads. And it's somewhat nostalgic to, like, let me go back and get the, you know, get the cassette or get, like, the original version. Let me, uh, uh, what is that shit called? Where you have the, the not the prompter. I'm losing my words tonight. Um, <laughs> the projector. Projector, yeah. You know, maybe that consumer is just changing the way that they want to consume. And it's like, hey, we know, like, we did the digital thing. And we kind of want the nostalgic way of when I first saw this movie that released but that's just, in 1970. That, that, that just flies in the face of every trend that's going on right now. Like, there's a reason why Netflix is 
gaining so much ground uh, in the uh, film world, in the TV world, uh, it's because people love to consume their content sitting on their ass in front of their TV or on their phone or on their laptop. Like, I can't tell you, like, uh, so I used to have a roommate uh, and she would just sit in a room like there's a perfectly well working TV downstairs, but she would just sit in a room on her laptop watching episode after episode of whatever it is that she wanted to watch. Yeah, laptop movie watching people yeah. are fucking weird to me. How are they weird? They're it's like half of America. It's fucking weird. Um especially <laughs> okay. when you can hook hook it up to uh like a TV. No, because you when, when you can like you just want it right there. Laptop to your TV. That's too difficult. Why watch it on this little ass screen mm-hmm. when you could when it's on that bigger screen well w- would you rather have with it closer sound would you rather have it close well that that and then you can wear it with headphones too i actually think that's a, a big disadvantage of tv when why I'm won't they make porn, it yeah you know <laughs> on the laptop with right. the headphones but Fair when enough. i'm watching blade one two and three I no 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 it's TV. it's late at night it's two or three in the morning and say what if you do have a partner somebody you're you're with and you don't want to wake them up and you're you want to watch yeah, a blade at 3 a.m sure, in, in that very uh specific situation you know there's a very common thing or you have a roommate that you don't want to make it's like well what if you're in witness protection and, <laughs> <laughs> and i mean that too apartment in new york city and and that the people too. looking for you are next door thin walls yeah. you know <laughs> um no uh but my overall thesis here is i don't know with this happening I don't know if it points to a larger sort of issue with our society or if it's just a one-off sort of like, hey, this is a business transaction sort of thing. I, I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I think it's yeah. I think it's both. I think it's. Well, um, I was actually just reading the article that you had uh, sent and it kind of seems like there was critic criticism about the website that it just wasn't well ran, well organized. They didn't really give you maybe what you would want and like maybe you're a person would go on there looking for certain films that they think are classics and they're not there, but they have what they thought were classics or something. Um, it just seems like there was a lot of criticism to the actual, uh, but then how can you be mad at the, like the service for not having a shit that like you should have, like either you want to fuck with their shit or you well, sign up for Netflix something else. Does so well is like yeah. the, the user experience. Yeah, exactly. On Netflix. Yeah. And then the algorithm to track like, Hey, based off of what you're watching but netflix that's like an unfair game because netflix has like everything deep, deep like you know what i mean but you know yeah to, to they said they things. did yeah. they did they're now they're doing another round of funding so that they can um they're gonna uh raise debt in order to uh fund their their a lineup of like new shows new tv new movies whatever two billion dollars all on top of what the six or seven billion dollars that they've already spent yeah that's like that's where you, those, those numbers don't make sense. They yeah. don't make sense. But I, I don't think you need billions of dollars to have a website that's user friendly. And, you know, when you You'd go on there, dude. you know what you want. Not not a billion, obviously. But yeah, yeah you, you no, do but, need but, some change. But to, to have a website with that much traffic yeah. and then be able to tailor it to individual consumers. And then have all the titles that everybody just like yeah. you, just like you were saying, the uh, the the the. Like article was saying it's like yeah like if you want them to have the shit that you want them to have it's like it costs money yeah to like you license that 400 shit. million yeah. users on your um streaming service right yeah. and then all of those users are watching have different patterns of how they watch content yeah and then you have to then tailor and in, uh, in 
a seemingly individual experience to each one of them. That's that's a tough job. Yeah, it's a tough um, job, and it, and it takes a lot of money. And but I don't know if this move because you would think that like there should be a, a niche for that. That like there should be a a, a side or a section of the market for that for classic films for people who are just into some really indie foreign shit um like you would think that 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 would be something that they could prop up and say hey we're gonna this is something that we know that there's there's people who's who are gonna fuck with this shit yeah. hey, you know what i yeah. might just start um start my own service right <laughs> start sending older people they already have a lot of websites that do porn right i don't no, think no, that's no, gonna something work different something different okay i'm gonna yeah Go to pawn shops and uh, yard sales and start collecting projectors and send old people projectors. So you project <laughs> old fucking. Um, what counts as old? Uh, uh, who's that old fucker we were talking about last time? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we talked about a lot of people. You. Oh, Clint you Eastwood. Lucky punk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, send you it project to project your Clint Eastwood movies <laughs> on the wall. Um, there's yeah. no monthly fee. You just got to add us to your will. <laughs> your state. <laughs> <laughs> the kids calling yeah. you with death threats like you motherfucker I'm supposed to inherit this shit and, and then and fucking uh, kick the bucket I'm just at every uh, <laughs> every estate <laughs> meeting uh, disbursement after who's that died. guy in the corner you're know. a millionaire and waiting how did he get the family home <laughs> spending money you don't have <laughs> for a projector in a Clint Eastwood movie you got the family home he gets me <laughs> So yeah, I'm gonna try oh, and, uh, trick old people. Uh, um, okay, but um, yeah. uh, you know that's gone. You know who else is gone? Yeah, Megan Kelly. Whoa, gone. Hey, hey, deuces, Megan. Deuces. Now, question though. Yeah. They owed her like sixty nine yeah, mil. Yeah, she's still getting Bruh. that bag. Yeah. Bruh, if I was fucking Megan Kelly, I would just get on air just randomly one night and be like, "Nigga, <laughs> I, I just, I just, I would just did it." They paid her sixty nine M's. Yeah, um, Andy Lack is the guy who's basically the GM of that whole situation. Um, if this was sports or whatever, but yeah, he's on he's on the hot seat now. Like, yo, you gave her sixty nine M's. She's had a bunch of sh- uh, shows or programs well, on the channel that have failed. Let's yeah. let's so, prime everybody by giving them. Let's lay let's layer this a little bit. Yeah. Let's so Megyn Kelly previously with Fox News, I believe, right? Yeah. Where um, she she's she is a Republican, I believe. Mm, I'm not sure about that. I can't confirm that. Okay, well, with during Fox News, a very uh, very Republican friendly uh, station, very conservative friendly um, station. Yes, she did. Now, now here's a backstory uh, I'm not entirely sure about. Was it that she criticized Donald Trump? No, she uh, during the debates is sort of when she became really popular because she, for one, oh, moderated yeah, yeah, the, she debate. Did the debates. Yeah, um, I think it was the Republican debate, uh, and that's when f- Trump famously, uh, famous because she was like questioning Donald Trump on like how he felt about women, about mm-hmm. yada yada, and he was kind of stuck in, in in her in her questions, and she kept sort of badgering him about it after the uh, the the um, after the debates. Uh, he gets on Fox News and he's like, yeah, you know, and then you got Megyn Kelly. She's bleeding out of her you know, face. She's bleeding out of her, you know what, uh, everywhere. And then so that's how, sort of how Megyn Kelly kind of got a lot more recognition than um, than she. You are. Right? You OK? I almost died. And make cafe, <laughs> to make to make cafe almost took you out. Is it McDonald's? You got to love it. Um, uh, so anyways, so continue. So yeah. she got outed um, from that whole, you know, obviously. Oh, she didn't get outed by uh, Fox. 
she she yeah, just left she left because okay. they well when you get offered 23 mil a year i feel like that's okay you yeah. can yeah. leave for that yeah yeah, yeah so, I, I think i let's let's name the shit that we would leave for 23 million dollars everything yeah <laughs> you would leave anything for 23 million wife, dollars a my year. kids <laughs> yeah everything just yo, yo you know what that reminds me your religion you do like i don't i don't but god this, what? This, <laughs> what? i know this is a little uh, bmw <laughs> That's my religion. That's what I knew. <laughs> it's a little off topic, but you guys remember that one commercial, and uh, I think it was a fantasy football commercial or something. But the guy was like, "What's your fantasy?" And the guy's like, "Uh, man, I'll just leave it all right now. My wife, my kids, just pack it up and go." He's like, "Whoa, not that kind of fantasy. <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> I remember that one. Uh, Body commercial, but anyway, yeah. no, but yeah, I mean, so she she left Fox, went to um, NBC, yeah, and. I don't know. I feel like she's always in the center of some controversy. Yeah. Um, I remember the whole thing she had with uh, Jane Fonda where she just wouldn't stop talking about her plastic surgery and Jane Fonda was having like none of it. Yeah. Jane Fonda was just like, why do we need to talk more about plastic? She's like, I don't know. Cause you had a lot of work done and you seem like you're proud to talk about it. Yeah. Jane Fonda was like, shut the fuck up basically. <laughs> yeah. She's Megan Kelly's. Um, she's, she's always at the center of some con- controversy. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and the stuff that she's at the center of is usually not, a, like a, a conversation or a topic or a subject topic that uh, is really important to well a couple you know, of the, the, the majority of people in of society it's usually like something she cares about and she just won't let it go you know th- that was uh, that that was with the whole Donald Trump thing right that was the Jane Fonda thing yeah and here she is with the whole you know blackface thing on NBC well even before that she had um uh, Alex Jones on um he was host of some show but uh, uh <laughs> well no we've talked about Alex Jones before yeah, yeah. he's a ho- host of uh, Infowars yeah 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 and she had him she I think it was in one of her first shows that yeah. she had for her Megan Kelly tonight or some shit yeah um, and then he's famous for uh yeah, conspiracy theories. Sandy Hook yeah was a was a host yeah yeah I don't, I don't even i mean i don't i don't care like a I, I, let, 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 let's finish but either way finish a lot of backlash day, yeah. for that and then mo- the most recent thing was uh the thing about blackface yeah. slash white so you know let's dive into that so basically they're, they're they're talking about i believe they were having a discussion about halloween what costumes are appropriate what costumes are yeah i think there was right? uh specifically a woman from like the housewives of some mm-hmm. who like gives housewives a fuck. of atlanta something 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 chattanooga um, tennessee <laughs> <laughs> housewives of yeah, housewives <laughs> of jupiter or some shit yeah. and she um, had made the comment that said like you know when yeah. she was a child when she was or or she didn't think the wearing blackface was uh offensive so long as, as it was a costume uh on an event like halloween and to be fair she also said uh you know people wore white face and that was okay or they shouldn't have gotten in trouble but i've never met anybody who wore white face for anything, no, yeah, I know plenty of people who wore a white face. I haven't for, for what, yeah. like, yeah. So, for instance, mimes? like if you, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right. we're not talking about mine, yeah. No, mean? like people dressing up as, like, let's say, like uh, Dragon Ball Z for like Halloween, dress up like Goku, Vegeta, and they would paint their face white, yeah, because that's what they that's what at least what their skin appears, even though they're supposed to be like Japanese, or yeah. I don't now, know see, people but, you hung around now. See, like, that <laughs> is wait, what, <laughs> like, when we were kids, nobody dressed up in, as their I've favorite Dragon Ball Z, but I've never seen say, let me go, let me go white. Yeah, it's just the outfit just, and the hair. I mean, I could drop some names. I don't want to. We just knew yeah. you were Goku because your hair was yellow, and you kept saying, but, "But see, no, I'm saying I've seen it. Like look, if look, you're, look, if you're look, trying look, to, look. even that that is dressing up as like a fictional character, right? Yeah, that you know doesn't have any historically 
uh, you know, racist connotations behind it. Black so what if so what if somebody wants to dress up as uh, Blade, like a white person dressed up as Blade? Uh, yeah, get you a sword, get you an outfit, do your hair, right. but you know. You don't need you don't you, you especially for but, I mean, wait. You so are you, you saying it's okay to go face, white but, but not that, blackface? Yeah, but that's that's I mean, what I'm trying to say. It's just like no. So like, I don't think of the like the face paint to uh, to look like someone. I don't know. I just think that's kind of off limits. Okay. Wait, but, no, fair, but fair are enough. you saying it's okay to go white face though? No, I mean oh. I can't think of uh, unless you're a mime. Yeah, no. that's different yeah. because a mime is just. But um yeah I mean I I don't think you need to go full complexion change to pull off a Halloween costume. It's like painting your face Fair yellow enough. and saying, "Oh, I'm um uh fucking Asian." Asian. Uh, I'm I'm the guy Kim Jong Un. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, you could have just did the the did like his outfit. You could you just know? did the high top fade. Yeah. Um yeah, <laughs> exactly. uh let, let's finish up with the whole Megan Kelly and then let's give our thoughts on like how we feel about the whole situation. So we're, we're at the fact that she was saying they, they were talking about the real housewives of whoever lady she dressed up as Diana Ross for uh I guess a Halloween party or some mm-hmm. shit. Uh and I guess she bronzed her skin a little bit. Uh so she she's obviously white bronzed their skin a little bit and then had the uh, diana ross sort of classic uh fro yeah um and uh she called out a backlash and i guess they were talking about that and then that's when megan kelly was saying oh like when i was a kid yeah uh, megan kelly kind of defended that like, like you know megan kelly was like well who doesn't love diana ross you right. know that's a it was a good costume there's nothing wrong with you know, you know, painting your face, and when and I was younger, when I was people younger, used to do that all the time, yeah, and, and, and it, was and it was acceptable prom, as long as you were doing who, it. Who, who uh, I'm dressed? I just want to Google it. I've never seen it. Who? who? I don't know. I think it's one, one of the Real Housewives. Her of name's like, like Le something. Like Le, I don't know. I yeah. forget already. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So Megan Kelly's basically like, hey, you know, when I was growing up, this was acceptable, right? Yeah. Which, you know, it's that's always a very um, uh, dangerous thing, right? Mm-hmm. When, when when you try and take something from when you were a child, yeah, knowing that when you were a child, things socially were a lot different than they are now, yeah, uh, for good reason, or maybe they're not, but they need to change. To play at devil's advocate, she would say that she never actually knew that that changed, or she didn't she didn't understand like the history and the context behind it in the first place. So you know what I mean? Like if you're black, you have to be fully aware that. Hey, this is a thing. Blackface is a thing. Like that's just something that yeah, duh. Like yeah. it's a thing. And I mean, but I, and I just with think some that other people, it's it's not. And sh- I just call bullshit there. I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, you're in a especially in in her position where she's um, you know, she's looked at in high regard in terms of someone who's on the nightly news or whatever who could be trusted, who should be very well informed, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't know that blackface has a very negative historical connotation it's it's racist right Mm -hmm. you don't know that just because you did it as a child right yeah you don't know it's wrong yeah that's bullshit fair enough um babe um actually i just googled the uh the diana ross costume it wasn't yeah like you said it was a it wasn't really blackface yeah it was a bronzing of the skin which i also felt like i I don't think it was necessary I, i i'm Honestly, I'm not totally offended by her costume because it looked like she just got a tan, honestly. Um, so I didn't think that was so bad. But again, I just don't think to pull that costume off that she would have needed to do that. So I think you just got to consider that. And but say, it's, I, I guess, and, and I, I'm just at this point, I'm just playing devil's advocate just to play it. But so like if you wanted to dress up as uh, 
the thing from the Fantastic Four, you would go orange, wouldn't you? Yeah. So people knew who you were. Yeah, yeah, but that's not a, a, a black person or a white person. Yeah, that's or, a fictional you know, character a, that has no. Uh, like but that's why that's why I brought up. But that's why I brought up Blade, though. Yeah. Well, no, Blade's a fictional right. character. When when you're going human being, I don't think you need to 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 edit your skin color that much. You want to be the Hulk, yeah. You got to go green. You want to be the thing, go orange, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But when you're a human being, even though that human being might be a fictional character, don't whether you're white, black, or anything else, don't don't change the skin tone. Yeah, I, I don't think you need to. I think that if your costume was good, you can you can pull it off regardless. It's supposed I, I guess what's what's inherently wrong with doing going with the skin tone, so especially if it's the other way around. If, especially if you're black going to white. Yeah. So so tune in, and, and I I completely get what you're saying. I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm honestly not saying anything. No, no. I'm literally just trying to hey, like hey, listen, listen, yeah. relax. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm saying I, I understand what you're saying in, mm-hmm. in terms of you know if you're black and you want to put on a white face if you're asian and you want to put on a you know you want to dress up like a mexican person uh w- whatever it may be like dress up as a mexican person <laughs> that just sounds yeah. funny <laughs> yeah i, I didn't know what else Christ. Like. if you're yeah. korean and you want to look dress up as pablo escobar for halloween yeah right, do you change your skin these narcos yeah um it is not if you, what megan kelly was saying is you know, if it's a costume and it's Halloween and and you do it, and but your intent is not to be like racist or harmful or destructive, then there's really nothing wrong with it. I think she said like, oh, now there's like costume police and whatnot. So I can agree with her in that sense, right? But there are very, you know, they're very. When it comes to certain costumes, you're walking on thin ice. Mm-hmm. There are certain costumes I think are off limits, like when when you're impersonating someone's culture yeah right for the sake of a costume yeah that's well, before, all right, before you get into that let me let me respond web. to him and then we can go into like uh weavy web of costumes because I, I think that can be a our own thing that we do but um yeah I, I just think in a perfect world we'd be able to cross race races in, in costumes and it'd be okay because like i said honestly i'm not deeply offended by her Diana Ross costume. But I just think you have to be sensitive to that someone else might be and for good reason. You know what I mean? So I think we just need to kind of maybe stay away from that. If we lived in a perfect world where there was no racism, it'd probably be totally okay to, to do that. So I'm, I'm not even a, me saying it's not okay. It's just that someone's going to be offended and for good reason. It's not like, yo, you got a bad reason to be offended right now. But um, anyway, uh, continuing with your costume etiquette yeah no i mean to me like dressing up in a costume uh to imitate someone's culture um especially especially a culture that is here in america has been uh very much disregarded i feel like it's disrespectful like dressing up as like you know some white person dressed up as oh i'm you know i'm a, i'm picking cotton and they put on blackface. I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of here, right? Uh, one of the things I've always thought was kind of disrespectful. Well, like, let me ask you real quick: What if a black person dressed as like a slave picking cotton? I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of here, dog. <laughs> like, both yeah, of both, them can get yeah, the fuck out of here. Get that dumbass costume. Um, you know, one thing I've always thought was disrespectful at Coachella, right? A big part of the culture at Coachella is, you know, doing like the Native American face paint and and wearing like Native American costumes and whatnot. Um, and isn't that land that it's on? Wasn't that supposed to be like? Well, it's in California. Well, never mind. It's like not, Native American land thing. or something like that, or whatever. Um, I, I probably. Have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. So they're. I'm like, damn, that's so fucking disrespectful. Like, you know, kind of just using their culture as, oh, you know, we're just doing it to to 
come out here and party. And I don't 100 percent agree with that, I think, because I mean, most costumes are going to be related to someone to say that to say is you can only dress up as someone within your race anyway. You know, but so. that's I think that strikes to the heart of why I'm like, I'm not quite sure where the lines are, because yeah. then anything like So, for instance, people always have a problem with white dudes with dreads. I have no idea why people have an issue with this. I have I zero idea. Yeah, I don't have. A I have no Who idea what's wrong with this. Problems with white everybody. Dudes? Really? Are you kidding me? The last time, or the, forget just white dudes, uh, white women too. When they, when white women wear dreads, uh, how many, how much, how many times has Kim Kardashian tried some either dreads or or t- cornrows or something like that? And everybody's just like, "The fuck now, are you doing?" Yeah, yeah, no, no. I think people have a problem with like. Let, I'm going to use Kim Kardashian for example, right? When like Kim Kardashian puts on cornrows. Um, you know, Vogue will say, "Oh, this is she's a fashion hair icon," and people. But they like, say that about her, uh, literally. Uh, like it's not her fault that they're saying that. Like you know what I mean? Like if she wants to do some shit, she should be able to do some shit. It's yeah. not because like I, I'm not going to try to limit her and what she can do based off the reaction that other people fucking have yeah. with her no, shit. I agree with that, but I, I think Orion, what you're trying to say is basically, but if like there, there, I, 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 I get, get the, card, I get the yeah, recognition, yeah. right? Yeah, that black women have been wearing their hair like that for. <laughs> Yeah, ever you know, and don't Kanye, get Kanye any Jenner sort of like lip injections, exactly. and then yes. ass shots, and they're like, but, oh, like. But my my response to like, that oh, being curvy is sexy now, so right? But my response curvy. to that is that's just the unfair fucking world yeah. we live in. Yeah. That people just view that like that's just the way fashion, the fashion industry has worked, and it's fucked up, and it needs to change. But I think that I look at that as divorced from the actual act of doing it. Again, yeah, it's not yeah, her yeah. fault yeah. that people choose to react that right. way to Correct. her, like the fashion industry or whatever. That's not her fucking fault. That's just something that she's capitalized, and she should have every fucking right to capitalize on whatever it is. Now, where I think it gets complicated is when. So, for instance, Kylie Jenner, I think they were selling like T-shirts with Biggie and Tupac on it and like all this other shit. Now you're spinning in people's faces. Now you're crossing over into the territory because now you you literally are culturally appropriating for a profit. Like yeah. you're, you're making money directly well, off this shit. Well, all right. What if I had a, a Led Zeppelin shirt? Is that the same thing? No, no. If you if you have Biggie and Tupac T-shirts that you're selling with like your name on it or whatever the fuck it is and you're making money off of it and I'm pretty sure they're not fucking handing checks to Shakur or or yeah I'm pretty sure they're not cutting them a check so yeah that's a big fucking problem you know what I mean Um so th- that's its own separate issue but I digress from my entire point I want to get back to this Megan Kelly thing because I, 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 I need to I, I feel like I need to exercise some 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 uh, uh, some thoughts on this. First, I have zero problem with what Megyn Kelly said. Zero problem with it. The reason why I have zero problem with it, there's a difference between Megyn Kelly being racist mm-hmm. and Megyn Kelly being ignorant. Yeah, those are two very different things. I think she's clearly ignorant, right? But is she racist, or does that mean that she had some sort of malice in what she said? I honestly don't think so. Now, if you want to have the argument with me, just like you said before, where it's kind of impossible to think that you're Megyn Kelly, you've had two shows, uh, both on Fox News and uh, actually she had three shows between Fox News, um, 
uh, her. And she's NBC. highly educated. She's as well. and she was a lawyer before yeah, she she very was. Highly educated. And, and so you're telling me while you're doing the nightly news, you've never come across a story about somebody doing blackface while somewhere you're studying and, law. You know, like you've never, you've come, never come like that never happened. That never was brought up in random. Co- get the fuck out of here, Megan. Yeah. Like you work for Fox News. I'm pretty sure you heard something about blackface at some point in fucking time. You know, and if we're to believe your character to be true if because her whole shtick is that she's oh she just she's not pc but she's not like super conservative but she just tells shit like it is then i'm sure you're the people you associate with are are of both brands right mm-hmm. either both uh progressive as well as um uh conservative right yeah so it's impossible that you like I can't fathom you, a that world you that you've never oblivious. come across this issue of blackface yeah. and you've never heard through whispers. Hey, that might be slightly racist because of minstrel shows and and, uh, and a lot of the shit that used to happen, uh, uh, you know, before they allowed blacks to, you know, get on, uh, you know, be in movies. It, it, like there were clearly like the first movie, Birth of a Nation, we were talking about it, uh, our last show, mm-hmm. clearly has uh, uh, a white person in, in, in blackface in it. Yeah. Um, and in fact, the, the whole thing of that movie was uh, to have that person in blackface uh acting as a, the every worst stereotype that there is of black people um and then in that same movie they had the kkk who were essentially the heroes of that story um so you can't like if you're megan kelly unless you're just like it's impossible for me to think that you you didn't know anything it's but, either but I, extremely dangerous ignorance yeah or it is it is clearly clear intent to yeah. pretend as if Oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, when when you're very well aware. And I and, and I if 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 I were to venture a guess, if I were a betting man, I bet that it's willful ignorance. Mm-hmm. That you know the shit, but you're just like you're just trolling everybody. You're like, yeah. well, but let me just make this argument because it's that's the easiest thing in the yeah. world to do is just to feign ignorance. Like, I didn't know. My God. Yeah. I didn't know that this was a thing, right? Um, but that argument aside, right? Do I have an issue with what she said? No, because she was just stating, if you just look at the facts of what she was saying, she was just saying, this is what I grew up with. Yeah. Like, that's all she said was this happened when I was young, which a lot of fucking people can say. Now, she did add on the caveat of, oh, I didn't think anything was wrong with it or I still don't think anything was wrong with it. I don't think it's that big of a deal. Again, that just shows that you're ignorant, that you're super fucking ignorant. It doesn't really show anything else. This saying, hey, this is how I grew up as a kid. That's what I used to do as a kid. I'm fine with that. That's the reality of the situation. That is her history. Right. It is. I still don't see anything wrong with it. That but, is, but that can. But you see, like that. That's the thing that she can claim is she can still claim ignorance, meaning that she can claim what she did that I didn't know that this was an issue. Right. Yeah. So, for instance, if you were somebody, like if you, if you're a white person and you grew up down south in certain places. You might not have ever seen a black person, right? So, therefore, if you see somebody dressed up in blackface chances are you really might not know that that's some fucked up shit right Mm -hmm. like you really it might not register with you that that's some fucked up shit but if you're a person who you grew up somewhere on the east coast you know what i mean like you you you, you're in a dense city yeah no i'm not going to be that forgiving of you claiming ignorance to that shit i think it's just this if you're someone like megan kelly who's highly educated who she went to law school right where you have to study these things and then and um you know obviously the, the way in which society and people within society functions in law, like you have to understand those dynamics when you've had two very public, um, very large scales on two different. Um, That's the part that gets me the biggest yeah. networks where she's interviewed she's, people of color or she's or right? she's 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 in the thick of news 
day in and day yeah, out you're it's impossible to think that you haven't come across a story like this or like, like a situation like this where yeah. this came up this as, as a question and somebody's like hey how about this like they used to do mental shows yeah. or whatever like it's and, impossible to and you know that. what yeah. i think the problem here is people are too passive or um the better word is tolerant right people are t- i think we're too tolerant of ignorance where we'll say okay you know sh- Racism, you know, we're, that's a, that's we're not going to tolerate that. Yeah, but oh, if someone's ignorant, you know, like they just need to be educated. But that, but that, okay. So then, how can you, how can you, how can you help people who are ignorant, who believe certain things, when you won't allow them the room to like kind of display their ignorance? If you, if that, if that, does that make sense? Right. Like, and, and that takes me something real quick, and I want to say it before it's not really relevant anymore. Or something. But uh, I saw Andrew Schultz tweet something. He said, um, we fired Megyn Kelly for, you know, basically owning up to it or telling the truth about it. Um, When we fire, and then I'm going to butcher this, but then um, Kavanaugh, he gets elected uh, to be a judge for lying and everything he did. But like, do you see, and and I've kind of been saying this for a while too, so you reward someone for lying and when the truth comes out that person gets fired it's like you're setting a precedence for being dishonest and yeah. so i don't know if she well, should I, be I think fired. that's more like the I Trump don't, no, administration no, no. this no no but this yeah that, that there's a whole other thing that goes into the kavanaugh situation and just like yeah like but and, and then it's also a position of power too that as rich as megan kelly is yeah she actually not doesn't so have black any power yeah, she doesn't, yeah exactly um, i think we talked about this on a previous show like money does not equate to power it, I believe I try to make that yeah, very right. you point were on the opposite <laughs> and you were that. going super hard in the other direction, but I digress. That's not even a point that I'm trying to make. No, um, I mean the other direction. Makes uh, sense. Well, no, let's forget go. it. I don't let's care. Um, so um, that points to the other situation that the main situation that I want to talk about, right? Forget Megan, Megan Kelly in the situation. The people who or, or or what people should really be outraged if they really have to be outraged at NBC, they have to be outraged at NBC. Because it's absolutely preposterous that they're going to fire Megyn Kelly for saying what she said, mm-hmm. knowing who the fuck she was before she ever walked a single fucking foot in that building. Megyn Kelly, who famously said, oh, don't worry, kids. Uh, Santa Claus is definitely white. Uh, Jesus is definitely white. That same Megyn Kelly, you, she says, oh, hey, I used to grow up and people used to wear blackface and I found nothing wrong with it. You're telling me that somehow you didn't understand. You didn't see that coming. You didn't yeah. see that coming. That's a that's somehow a surprise. We didn't know that Megyn Kelly had these extreme views. Of course you fucking did. You just didn't care because nobody really made a big deal out of it. Yeah, because I mean, and they also knew that she would bring in the dollars, right? And then hey, no, she didn't bring in an, and well, yeah, that goes she, that goes to the second well, part yeah, of that. They right? thought she would, right? They thought she would, right? And there's no doubt Megyn Kelly would not. She would still have a job today if she was bringing in numbers. The reason, the only reason why they fucking fired her was because they know they were going to get rid of her in the first place. Yeah. They knew they were going to get rid of her because her ratings were shit. The, the whole shit she did with the Alex Jones bomb. Nobody really watched that. The whole, her first episode of Megyn Kelly Tonight, whatever the fuck her shit is on NBC, was with Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Everybody was supposed to fucking tune into that shit because, oh my God, Megyn Kelly's doing an interview with Vladimir Putin. Nobody watched that shit. Nobody gives a flying fuck about Megyn Kelly and yet they forced her 
her upon us because they thought, oh, she's coming from Fox News. She, yeah. You know, she's got this. And and really, the only people they fucking watched on Fox News were just anybody who watches anything on Fox News. Just <laughs> yeah. really fucking old white. Well, people. it goes it. back to what we were saying. Did they and, fucking you know, all uh, the Fox did they leave the cable on? <laughs> you know, that's where her yeah. ratings came from. I'm telling you, they just left. <laughs> they just left. That's what they do. They fall asleep. They leave the shit on. And exactly. you know, NBC and, brought her in. They thought they were going to get a return on their investment. They didn't get that return on their investment. They her didn't get stopped. shit. And then here was an opportunity to fire her. Absolutely. But she, they knew exactly who she was before they brought Absolutely. her on. Absolutely. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's how I feel about the whole James Gunn situation, right? Disney did their fucking homework on James Gunn before they fired him. And then they, somebody drudges up these old tweets and and makes a big deal out of it. And then they're like, oh, my God. Yeah. The, people noticed, you know, and then let's fire them. So we like, how are you sitting in a position of uh, moral superiority when you did your research on this person thoroughly, yeah. if you hand a million dollars to anybody, you're, you're you're fucking putting the CIA on them. You're putting fucking the FBI, whatever fucking acronyms you got, you're putting them on them <laughs> to make sure this person is legitimate, yeah. right? Because you're handing this person... Yeah, if I'm giving you that much, twenty three fucking million black a on year, yeah, <laughs> 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 everybody. <laughs> every act, every three letter acronym there is, I'm putting all your ass. You Put know, the ants on them. I'm, I'm telling you, you know. <laughs> no, I'm, and I'm glad you brought up uh, James Gunn because I wanted it's to reference shit. him, but yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't remember who the fuck I was trying to reference. But my my position on him was I don't think he should have been fired because no. what we're not doing is um, really reforming anyone all we're doing is okay you fuck up we're looking bad we gotta fire you and then this person's megan kelly she's still getting her 69 million dollars and she's still uh, you know if you think she's an asshole that she's she's still an asshole at the end of the day but you know what what good came out of it when something could have came out of it maybe she go on tours um addressing certain things or or donating money is something positive that you could come out of this now none of that comes out of it because we just immediately when shit when the ship sinks we just oh this person's getting fired this person's getting fired but but then but then okay but then that that begs the question that begs the question the firing because then what is nbc gonna force her to hey yeah now you need to do 50 tours if i'm paying you 23 million dollars a year you goddamn i'll force you that's what your boss does if i'm going on tour when i tell you to go on tour yeah so your boss does so nbc for, would force her to go on tour. Absolutely. I'll go on an apology tour. I don't know if that would work. Say, I'm not saying shit that she probably I'm doesn't not, even really mean. I'm not of the, not of the yeah, I'm not of the cloth so, that, thinking yeah, that that means yeah, anything, so but I, I'm more for fire her, right? Yeah. But, but she but shouldn't how does that get I'm just she, kicking no, 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 ideas no, 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 off no, no, the top of my no, no, no. head. So but you could put together he, good ideas you, you, and figure something out. You can try out. to get her to do shit, but I, I, I'm not going to believe that she's going to be genuine Probably about it. Probably yeah, right. not. Probably not. What is the ingenuine good right. deed? You know? Fair I, enough. If there's money behind it for some poor kids somewhere. Absolutely. That's what I'm you're, saying. You're right. And the, the end sort of justifies the means. Yeah. Right? Fair enough. But my big thing is what like that points directly to your own hypocrisy if you fire her because you knew who she said the shit she said. Uh. Uh, a few days ago was mild compared to the shit she's already said which was highly uh, uh, publicized it's not like she said this shit to somebody in the back room and was like huh I thought I got away with that until like a fucking recording of it came out no yeah. she said it on air yeah, now, on now, air now, now again yes NBC is you know you're, you're a hypocrite. hypocrite I can't deal with you anymore if it, if it were me I would be like yo you gotta get the fuck out of here and no, I mean, but that, but that's I, what I'm saying. You wouldn't have hired her in the first place. I wouldn't have place. hired her exactly. In the first place. Yeah. So you wouldn't even be in so, that fucking but, position. But yeah, but you know, her being fired, I'm glad she's still not on air. 
right? No, I, who gives it? Like, my thing is, I don't give a shit if Megan Kelly's on air. I think the same thing about Megan Kelly. I mean, now. I never watched her show then. I, I would nobody I does. Yeah, that's so the problem. I I would, that was probably but I'm part still of the problem. Happy she's nobody not on gave air. a shit about her. What's interesting here is. Like I'm thinking about what happens next, right? Yeah. She, she's got her 69 M's. That money. Oh, she's gonna go somewhere else. She's probably. I think she might go back to Fox News. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if she goes back to Fox. She's gonna be right back on TV. And this is where, um, you know, people are too quick to forget and yeah. kind of like too tolerant and and too forgiving too soon, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, Megan. Oh, she, they don't. They don't have to forgive her for Fox News. Like yeah, I think that's uh, well, a mistake you know, you're Fox making. News, the they audience is there. The like, audience yeah. is there. Yeah. Wait, what'd you say about blackface? We're all about yeah. it. <laughs> so, but like, what's gonna happen next with Megyn Kelly? She's gonna get paid. She's probably gonna get her a job at like Fox or whatever, yeah. right? She's gonna be right back on TV. Her life and her career will go on. Yeah. Um, you know, people and, and I think the audience, like people who are genuinely upset at what she said, mm-hmm. that we do have enough power in terms of our viewership and where we're spending our dollars to really hold nbc accountable and then whoever no. megan, whoever megan kelly hires next no hold them accountable too you, don't you see think so? I, I think this is this is i, I think that I this think is probably the most striking consumers have more power oh they have tons of power oh. collectively absolutely than people you're not wrong they, about that oh, you're, yeah. not, you're not wrong um, about that because her uh interview with uh alex jones they didn't even air it in um connecticut you know, and that's because of uh, all the parents and the power yeah, that the like viewers Sandy have. Hook and yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, definitely. A no, no, have a lot you're of a thousand percent right. But I think this, I'm pretty progressive in, in terms of like what my viewpoints are. But I think this is my <laughs> biggest. That's <laughs> like saying I'm, I'm pretty strong. Yeah. I look pretty good. No, <laughs> no do you know like these a, compliments? I'm, no, I'm progressive is like a. No, nah, I know. I'm fucking, it just yeah. sounds like you give yourself a compliment. Yeah. Uh, I'm the shit <laughs> right now. <laughs> I mean, I am, but um, no, nah, but. Uh, I'm progressive in, in, in my viewpoints, but I think this is probably the biggest thing that I, I would probably disagree with a lot of people on is that I think people are inherently stupid. And I think that people are inherently stupid because you'll have people who watch NBC News, heard everything that just happened and be like, oh, but everybody else is fine on NBC News. The rest of NBC News is just fine. You know, there's not it's not like they just fired. Uh, what's his name? Matt Lauer for fucking having a door, a trap fucking door <laughs> that he would have a button on his desk. To close behind women when they entered his office, it's not like we heard about that Wait, or anything. That? Like, yeah, that what? Yeah, Matt Lauer. Yes, damn, <laughs> damn. that's next level. Yeah. I didn't, hear about I didn't that. know that. Look it up. He Google the button. Do your Google. Who installed the button? <laughs> you think they questioned? You think they Matt Lauer while he was there was he essentially God? Yeah, I know, right? You just uh, you just had them erased. No, after. no, but you know, it was like a, a technician who came in and of installed course. it, who did the wiring and do you, whatnot. You think they would ask? Were they hey, like, why do you need this, Matt? What Matt? <laughs> Yeah, you're not walking in there asking him that. No, no, no. You just keep your head down. Just do your shit. Get out. That's that's all. Really, all you're doing. Just tell everybody you know. Yeah. Or you just make up some dumbass excuse like, yeah, I just I'm. You don't even show him how to work it because then it's trap your ass. (laughs) I know, right? It's like Doctor Evil. He just he sent you down to the sharks. (laughs) No, if if I installed that in Matt Lauer's office, I would set it to activate. The police four hours later <laughs> once I'm gone. Right. <laughs> like I wouldn't be like, hey Matty up, it's working right now. And he's like, Really? Put a brick <laughs> the button now. I'm stuck in Matt Lauer's office. You put a brick in front of the door, I can work um, on it. No, no, no. But these are the same people who know that and are still watching NBC News religiously or NBC in general religiously, right? People are, people who watch, especially that type of media, they're not 
they're not looking for something that's real. They're just looking for something that makes them feel a certain way. And I think that's people in general. I think we're all just looking for stuff that makes us feel good, not necessarily the truth or because it's like truth hurts, right? Uh, it's like the old um, saying as well as like the old, uh, isn't it used to be an artist? Her name was Truth Hurts. I'm so contagious. No. And, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, you yeah. with me. We see eye to eye on this. Yeah, story. I remember. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> she was signed with uh, Dr. Stop. Dre. Yeah, she was with either. Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rock um, was on the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, truth hurts, right? So when we get told the truth, our immediate thought process is to reject it. it uh, that's not true. Despite the evidence, despite you know anything that we may, uh, d- despite the realness of what we're looking at, we're like, nah, I don't. I choose not to believe that. I choose not to believe that was the case, right? And we just move right past it. That's why NBC doesn't give a shit. Megan Kelly, no Megan Kelly, whoever, they don't give a shit. They're like, well, we'll plug anybody in there and you'll still watch it because you're stupid. Like they believe, and I'm not saying I think people are stupid because I like, that's a core belief in mine. I'm saying it because that's what these executives are saying. They're saying you're dumb, right? Every time something happens on air where somebody says some shit that they're not supposed to say to, what do they do? do like a two week sabbatical and then they're back on air and they're like, ah, man, yeah, that was I mean, crazy, wasn't it? Like I said, yeah. She's going to get a job back. She's going to get a big fat paycheck from NBC. She's probably going to land at Fox. She's going to be right back on TV in six yeah. months. People will probably forget. She'll have a show with decent ratings maybe, right? Um, but again, I think it's, I think, I, I think this goes back to my original point of like people are kind of like too tolerant, you know, in six months, everybody's going to forget, right? Um, things that really matter, you, you know, you, you cannot forget about it. You can, I, I haven't shopped at H&M since. Um, you're crazy that thing happened you're crazy why i i shop at h&m all the time uh, i feel no way about that I go to well shop. it's the same thing as the nbc though they're yeah. basically NBC. are they h&m's uh, like, like first of all 70 percent off tune will be here yeah tomorrow. immediately <laughs> uh first of all that was uh h&m like london or europe or some shit Still that H&M. wasn't H and M America. It's the same company. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm nuance. Not we need some nuance here. Right? I'm, I'm not well, gonna lie. Uh, some things I go back to after some bullshit. I mean, yo, not, this we're is not perfect. Enough. Look, man, football. We we know people yeah, get listen, concussions. If people I people are suffering from CTE, the whole Kaepernick shit. I'm still tuning in every fucking Sunday. So, so here was my point. Yeah, with H and M, right? If I need something if i need a sweater a t-shirt whatever and you know it's five dollars whatever seven dollars on the sale rack at h&m yeah. um because it's like a need i'll go and get it right yep. um but i have drastically changed my like where my dollars go mm. and because of that whole situation i'm like you know what i'm not i'm not highly inclined to spend my dollars with h&m anymore i'll see what else is out there yeah. i'll see what's online I'll, I'll see what's at zara i think it's what I'll we can i think it's what we can afford to do right yeah. so for instance if Somebody said, hey, um, Whole Foods just said some really racist shit. Black people are like, all right, I'll stop shopping at fucking Whole Foods. But if the same were said about Popeye's chicken. KFC. <laughs> that KFC, might not hey, go as planned. You better act right. <laughs> I don't want to hear none of that shit. No, but I'm saying. It's, it's like, like if like, a shopper said something. Exactly. Like, and I, need and a I shopper. actually was going to say that at first. That would have been the, just the basic thing to say. Mm-hmm. But I wanted. To, I thought I would be funnier in saying Popeye's chicken. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, if shoppers said, hey, especially in a low income neighborhood or some shit. They're like, 
Yeah, then who the give fuck is a fuck what the shoppers? How are their prices? Yeah, I, mean, I mean, you, know, I mean, or you give a fuck, food, but you're like, yeah. I mean, you, you can't, feed my you family, can't afford right? to care. Yeah. You know what I mean, because food is a necessity, right? But yeah. I mean, that's what you do. You know? For every one thing I buy, I'm stealing everything, right? <laughs> okay, okay, so they can ship your ass off the jail and and, H&M, and really continue to cycle. Yeah, I've stolen more. Mo- <laughs> I've stolen more shit from H and M than I've ever bought. Yikes! Uh, <laughs> hopefully, they don't use this any sort of testimony, but <laughs> theoretically. <laughs> <laughs> Theoretically, I stole a BMW 7 Series from H&M over the past 10 years. Oh, shit. Maybe bought oh, man. a Honda Civic All right. product. Well, uh, our consensus, I guess, here on Megyn Kelly is at the end of the day, who really gives a shit about Megyn Kelly? Would you uh, fuck her still? Megyn Kelly? No, I never fucked Megyn Kelly. After her comments? No, Megyn Kelly looks like she's just angry at life. Like she looks like she's just like she has that she has that presence about her where and she and she seems like a lawyer like she seems like somebody who I'd like Megan Kelly yeah yeah fuck I don't know if I do that I don't, I, I don't I know. feel it's, bad it's after about myself <laughs> oh that's that's like uh what's his name get childish Gambit you know talking about like you know fucking somebody in there calling you like nigger and you're yeah, just like yeah, 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 what do you um, do like <laughs> he, was, he was talking about he was fucking that Armenian chick he yeah like, yeah fuck me with that nigger he was like. <laughs> And he's still, but talk after. Hey, no, I saw this. Um, I saw this picture on Instagram with this like chick in a, a Confederate flag bikini. Yeah, crazy nice body. And yeah. it's like, what do I do? Was, Would you still hit? <laughs> and the answer to the question is yes. Would you though? Like, in all honesty, no joking. You would you would have sex with somebody who you knew was either slightly racist or at least had racist tendencies. I'm gonna nut quick as hell. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get mine. I mean, I I would because it's not <laughs> like I'm putting my dollars or support somewhere. You know what I mean? It's just sex, and I, then we move. That's out. that's confusing because. Uh, okay, here's a better question: Would you raw dog it? No, no. You wouldn't raw dog it. No, no. no I'm strapping up. You're oh. strapping up. Strapping up. Okay. I don't raw dog people I like. No, yeah, and, that, and that's why that's a complex because it's like, yo, you wouldn't do that with really anybody or. It's not that you wouldn't do that with anybody, but it's like you're more careful about who you do that with. Yeah, no be, matter be much what the scenario careful. is. Yeah. But, but I think like, okay, so what if it's somebody who was like you felt was like mad cool, but like they like they said some racist shit every now and then, and you were gonna raw dog it, but does that it might make tendency, me put it, the it's gonna make you pause. another two weeks and Listen, just really another two weeks. Person <laughs> out. It, 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 no, no, no. <laughs> Let's see what's going on here. Like Trump did with like uh, the uh, Muslims. He's like, we just need to we need Listen, to put the stop to this. If, see if, what's I, going on if here. I'm ever in a situation where I'm hooking up with a, a racist white girl, right? Yeah. This is what I want my series of events to be. Yeah. I smash, uh-huh. rubber on. I pull out, nut on her face. Put on my OJ jersey. <laughs> call yeah. my Uber from Yikes. her phone. Yikes. Take a picture first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so she can always remember that, and I yeah. can always remember it. Yeah, remember out. Remember how how that OJ story ended. That didn't end well for OJ. No, what I would do that, after that didn't end well with the juice is uh have a pillow talk debate about racism. And no, try to get my point. No, I'm not. no, I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. nutted him out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think I'd try to like convince anybody no. of anything. No, baby, that was good. But look, no. your views. And no, on especially especially to, especially to we're we're not considering the ultimate factor of after you nut, you don't really care about any. Like it's hard yeah. to care about anything with life. Yeah. <laughs> after you, I nut, don't care about. It's, yo, you don't care about existence <laughs> on planet Earth after I nut. Somebody asked you about climate change. You're like, fuck climate what? Get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Global warming. <laughs> Your what? kid is down at the school fighting. 
I well, hope he won. Know, it is what it is. You know, some people got a, you know, you got some good ones, you got some bad ones. You're like, sir, what are you talking about? I don't know. <laughs> like, what? What happened in Indo- a tsunami in Indonesia? How many what? people died? That's not Man, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you got to wait till that the nut builds back up before you start caring about things yeah. again. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is probably, you know, after you nut, it's probably like the uh, the point sobering, in time. Sobering, sobering feeling. It is. Oh, oh yeah. You'll, you'll, existential. You, that's how you, you are. Having an outer body existential oh. experience. Oh, that that's how you that's that's how you gauge love, right? Because if you not and you <laughs> and you still and care you still about care about person? them. Oh no, that's that's love. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I'm telling you, like it, it's it takes an ordinary feeling to say that you care about literally anything just after you're not well this was the test for me like if i was any ever you know if i ever rubbed one out before i was going to hang with someone and i still want to hang with you after oh, yeah 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 just i'm just really feeling your friends that's a really uncomfortable feeling Yo. for me to have <laughs> that you nutted right before you came to see me <laughs> yeah. Yo, but, but now all right i'll see you guys in 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> no girls but if i you know if i happen to uh, have that situation i don't want to chill there after. have been many many times <laughs> when get you you know you rub one out you get one off whatever and then oh, i cancel plans like you know what um i'm gonna watch them uh i'm gonna watch the matrix yeah. <laughs> i can't make especially if you had plans where you were gonna you know you were gonna go spend like 50 60 70 dollars on like dinner and drinks and a movie it's like nah yeah. you know sweetheart i'll see you later yeah uh on that note ladies and gentlemen it's that time again and i really thought ready? this would work yeah i really thought it would work yeah, uh it's that yeah. phone you gotta have a fucking samsung <laughs> <laughs> that is not what i wanted to have play to but maybe that's just as press uh, playing Mortal Kombat. Yeah, no, this is uh, this is what I want to get to here. It's that time again. We got another press play for you. This time is a special one. We got Michael Myers Halloween 2018 live in the wreck. Can I get some trumpets on that? Can I get the horns? Can I get the horns? We got a press play coming right at your face live and direct. Somebody say something else because I'm tired of talking nonsense. No, keep going, keep going. Huh? I can't keep going. How many times you said live and direct? <laughs> live and direct. Yeah. Um, hey yo, when when those are the those are the things, right? Live and direct. Yeah. In the building. <laughs> <laughs> you know, back at it. Wait. Anything along those lines, that's when you know somebody <laughs> is running out of gas and they're looking live and direct is a lifeline. Like help oh, it's st- me. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, help me! <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, hey, um, so we saw Halloween yeah. uh, last weekend, and you know I'm gonna I'm just gonna be very no 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 not yet not yet not yet let's let's build up let's yeah, warm up to this let's thing. come on we can we can layer up to this yeah. we can layer up to this. I know better hey uh, so we saw a uh, Halloween which is essentially not a remake uh, but a sequel to technically actually i think it's halloween 2 that we're it's actually a sequel to not the original what, what i saw was actually it was a sequel to the first one but that's what that's one so you can't have ignored the second one because the second one was essentially just like a continuation of the first one if that makes sense you okay, watch halloween okay. 2 right yeah yeah so it's just like literally later on that night okay yeah, yeah you know yeah, what i mean yeah, so technically yeah, yeah, speaking yeah. it's actually a sequel to halloween 2 but i digress uh so um uh, it tells the story of uh, Laura Strode who comes to her final confrontation with Michael Myers. 
also known as the shape, uh, the masked figure who has haunted her since narrowly since she narrowly escaped uh, his killing spree on Halloween night four decades ago. Four fucking decades have passed since uh, yeah. the original Halloween. That's some crazy shit. That's a lot of time. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Lee Curtis still still look good. Yeah, she still uh, she still got she just and even in acting too. She's she's a great actress. Yeah, yeah, still yeah. Look good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> uh, okay, let's just jump right into it since we wasted so much time talking about how Megyn Kelly may or may not be racist. <laughs> um, let's talk about the sh- uh, plot. Let's talk about uh, how we felt about it, what we, what we liked about it, the plot, the structure. Let's let's get the goods, Arane. So the plot for me, what I wanted from this movie was a different perspective. Give, give me something that I was not anticipating, right? I got everything from this movie that I already assumed would happen before I even stepped foot in the theater. Um, again, it, it was what I expected. I got a you know a Halloween movie. There was you know some slashing and dicing and slicing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a couple people got shot up. Some people made some dumb decisions, you know, kind of like the, the, the things you see in every horror Halloween uh, slasher movie. Right. Yeah. Um, I didn't get anything new from this. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I got to give the plot like a C. Yeah. Just because, you know, th- this is to me, this is just another like, hey, let's make this movie for 20 million. Let's make back, you know, 80, you know, <laughs> let's go about our day. Yeah. Um. Uh, immediately as i'm watching the movie um i realized honestly this is a uh, essentially a remake of uh halloween h2o um because in halloween h2o she has a kid who she's been preparing her whole life or his whole life for uh, michael's return and obviously michael returns and it's action time so that's immediately what i took from it um as far as the rest of it, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do agree with your reign. They, um, it wasn't really anything new, like a, a new point of view. The only thing I really think they couldn't do that is because they didn't really make a new movie per se. It was really just picking back up from part one or two or, or a sequel. Uh, it would be hard to do that with a sequel, but I, I really felt like as much as it was a, a, a sequel to one or two, it was more so a remake of uh, Halloween H2O. But um, other than that, um. I liked there was there was a few things on it that I really liked. Um the when the uh the journalists first appear and with that mask, I, I love the new mask. I don't know how you guys felt that mask was dope. It was old, it was beaten up, it was yeah, it's aged, it's got some texture on it. Been, like they I thought they really paid attention to what the mask should look like now. It wasn't like it wasn't like it was barely touched and it's just been sitting around. It, it looked like it had been through some things. It looked like it was a Michael who was. It, it made you feel like, yeah, this movie is old and this did happen a long time ago. You know what I mean? So uh, I felt that way about it. Overall, the plot, I, I mean, I thought it delivered what it was supposed to, a sequel. Yeah, it wasn't something new per se, but technically it's not supposed to be. But it, it would be cool to see what, what other perspective they could bring, um, Arane. Maybe we'll get a part three and they can do something like that. Yeah. Um, and I should have said this before to open uh, when I was delivering the uh, the actual uh, uh, synopsis. Uh, but uh, the director for the film is uh, David Gordon Green. Um, he directed uh, some movies like um, what did he direct, actually? Uh, God, what did you direct? 
oh he, he had some he he did like a couple episodes of eastbound um eastbound and down um and fuck like i know he directed I mean, like one his catalog now and uh, you know to be honest i'm just not seeing much of uh <laughs> films that i've seen mm. no there's yeah, there are some movies that he's down. there's uh seagirl run Yo, Pineapple Express. That's the one I'm thinking of. I'm sorry. He directed Pineapple Express. Okay. With uh, Danny McBride, yep. uh, Seth Rogen, and uh, Franco. Um, and so, and speaking of which, uh, Danny McBride was actually oh, another Vice writer. Vice Vice, well. So he clearly works with Danny McBride a lot. Uh, and they actually co-wrote the screenplay for this along with Jeff uh, Fradley. Uh, and the movie stars, of course, Jamie Lee Curtis returning as uh, Laurie Strode, uh, Judy Greer as her daughter, uh, Andy... Uh, Matichek, Matichek, something like that, uh, as her granddaughter, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's granddaughter, and uh, James Jude uh, Courtney, who returned as Myers himself. Yeah, he played the original Myers forty uh, some years ago. Which, so I'm going to get into a little bit about sort of what I liked about the plot, what I didn't like about the plot. Um, so one of the first things that I sort of noticed uh, from the film, or that I could sort of take away from the film, is that they. Uh, this is a very, uh, it's a very contemporary film, in that they try to throw a lot in there that has to do with a lot of things that are taking place right now. This is a very timely movie, so in the whole Me Too era, this is a movie that speaks directly to that, which isn't surprising. In fact, it's it's a kind of a, it's a, you know, what, what do they call them? Final Girls. The, the 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 you know in any slasher movie the girls that you know end up surviving the the, mm-hmm. the chaos or whatever the case is um but you don't necessarily get to see the back end of that now fabe you're correct in that this is sort of similar to h2o which i wasn't really sure how they would sort of get around that because that essentially that's what but it it was h2o but h2o wasn't aware of itself if that makes sense so a lot of the things that they try to do with this movie which is, you know, they try to really paint the picture that Lori Strode, she was struggling in H2O. She wasn't really struggling. She was just like, she just had some, flashbacks. she was just she afraid. Was like, oh shit. Yeah. 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 She, she, um, she was an alcoholic, but it was like kind of, like but it wasn't like a PTSD. Yeah. But with this, it was like, yo, she was fucking a recluse. She was out in the middle yeah. of the woods. She had the fucking big gate in front of her place. She clearly just didn't mind taking somebody's money. As she did with the reporter, she was like, yo, give me that three G's for just sitting down and tell you to get the fuck out see, of my place. I, see, I, I didn't take that as her struggling. I just think she's like, like when you know something's coming, even if you have to wait. You're struggling. If you're, 20, if you're, if you show it, up to dinner for your granddaughter and you start pounding drinks immediately as you're standing up, I feel like you're struggling. I, you know what? I guess they did take that part of H2O and that because she was a alcoholic in that. And then, yeah, she does go there and just starts. Yeah, she drinks. just and she's like, you know, she's she's like one second away from just completely falling apart. I think that's the page, picture that they were trying to paint. Yeah, I mean, she, was, I, she was a strong stress. She wondering. was. Yeah, yeah. She, she was a very strong character. But she just like any other character, right? Like Bruce Wayne is always one fucking like bad night away from yeah. it all fucking yeah, yeah. falling okay. apart. I, 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 I can agree with that. Um, so, uh, so they try to do a lot of things from that nature uh, of her character uh, of speaking to the Me Too movement. But then they also just threw in a lot of stuff that really is just what we're dealing with in today's time, right? I don't know if you guys noted it, but um, uh, so for instance, like the, there are like a few examples that I can think of, like the father and son in the, in the car where they're driving and then they see the, all the escaped convicts mm-hmm. or escaped 
mental patients. Yeah. Um, so the conversation that they have leading up to that is the father wants the son to like, you know, take a rifling or some shit. And the son's like, no, I like dancing. Yeah. You know, that's not something you would see in a film. Yeah. 10, 15 yeah, years, you're ago, right. years ago. Um, Much less uh, just a Halloween film, period. Just exactly. <laughs> yeah. You, you really wouldn't see something like that. Yeah. Let my son say something like that. And we run up on some people. Wanting, <laughs> I'm like, son. Uh, but he did get out. out the car and he had the gap. Yeah, he had to be he was ready. He, he was ready. He still he still bit the dust, but it's OK. <laughs> uh, shout out that little kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was very sad. Um, uh, and then they had the, the whole Bonnie and Clyde switch where the guy was Bonnie and uh, the, the, the girl was, daughter. or granddaughter was, uh, was Clyde. Um, and then, uh, and then they ha- had this whole sort of repetitive theme of um, suppressing your fear or, or suppressing what you want because of what you think others will think. And I think I've talked to a lot of different women and that seems to be sort of a reoccurring thing that sometimes they feel like, and it, and it sucks to like have this conversation without a woman in a room. But from what I understand, it's, it's like this thing of suppression of you're, you're going to make yourself feel uncomfortable because you don't want to make other people feel uncomfortable. Yeah. And that seemed to be a reoccurring thing with the movie. So like, for instance, uh, uh, Laurie Strode's daughter, she's just like, Oh my God, just stop grandma or stop mom. Like you're embarrassing us or like whatever. Like, and it's just like, no, we gotta keep up appearances. And meanwhile, you know, she's like, Oh, this dude's about to be on the fucking loose murdering people. And you're over here talking about appearances. Fuck that shit. Um, and, and I, and I think that that's something that's like updated. That's something that's, that's, yeah. we don't usually see. There was a lot of this type current, of movie. uh, current like issues that were maybe, uh, highlighted. Like, you know, they could have easily went, a different route with the costumes, right? Yeah. Like you said, Bonnie and Clyde, they could have went a different route with the kid mm-hmm. in the car with his dad, you know, or like the fact that the babysitter was babysitting a black kid. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. In <laughs> those, there wouldn't have been a black family in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yo, they would have like, if that would have happened in the original Halloween, they would have been like, yo, clearly you're babysitting this kid over your own house. <laughs> <Yeah>. and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're watching him and his parents are going to pick him up later, yeah. you know? Uh, but no, like that, that was something that was like updated and, and, and did any and black people die in this movie? Black people die. I don't think any black people died. In this no, movie. I think they were very conscious. That was very purposeful because yeah, they, like, they had the sheriff. I thought the sheriff was definitely going to die. You know what I'm talking about? The, yeah. uh, the black guy with the, uh, the cowboy hat. Yeah. 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 I thought he was definitely gonna kick the, kick the bucket at some point in time, but he didn't. And he was, he was an interesting character too. Actually. He was, I wasn't sure what to make of him. He felt, I, I, when I watched him, I felt like he was the, uh, this greedy sheriff looking for some publicity, looking for like, looking for a way to cash in on something. He was just, yeah. I, I just he, got he, that kind of vibe. from. He, him. I, he, I like this character. He might've been that way, but then that leads me to some of the things I didn't like about the movie. Uh, the one, and I, I, I will, always, and the reason why you'll hear me continuously say this over and over is because I think a lot of movies get it wrong as far as the pacing of the movie. This movie felt unevenly paced, and, yeah. and I think the reason why is because, um, they didn't mesh all of the stories together. So, for instance, they had a lot of dead ends. The reporters, that was a dead end. The, uh, the doctor who was looking after Michael, that was a dead end. Uh, they had all these areas where it's just like there was. You could even take that out of the movie. We really wouldn't miss it. And I didn't understand why. Yeah, I felt like they didn't do the doctor justice because it's like we just don't know what he's been doing at right. all. Well, and, and, and also they telegraphed the fact that he was the villain. Like you pretty much knew he was going to be the villain of the movie outside of obviously Michael. Um, uh, 
because of like the fact that he was on the uh, the bus and he was unharmed until he got shot by uh, by the little kid. Um, and the fact that he's sort of chasing around Michael and the entire time he's just like, I'm so interested by Michael. I'm so interested yeah. by everything that he does. Yeah. It's I like, got of that course when, this guy's when, going to turn when into the sheriff was go. like, you know, I'm going to put him down or I'm going to you know, kill him. He was like, well, he's government property. You can't kill him. Yeah. Like I got the feeling. Like, All right, no, but it, I'm t- it was guy. telegraphed way before. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. That's if I what I really knew yeah. onto the, um, the early telegraphing, but there was definitely a, a point. Before he he, uh, he shot the cop, that I was like, all right, this motherfucker's got no something else Lumis. going on. Yeah, Lumis, yeah, no, right. Loomis had Loomis was him. the dude. Uh, yeah. That was the guy. I watched it OG. though, knowing that you would uh, you were gonna hate the uh, how it kind of ended um, for the journalist. Oh, I hated it. I knew it. Extra, I hated it. You with hate a when a when a, a movie picks up or seems like it's gonna be about something and then it ends or it doesn't go that way. No, no, no. It, it, it's not that I don't think like I, I love surprising twists and turns. But the fact that I thought he was going to be the doctor when watching the commercials, huh? Like I thought you thought that uh, the journalist when watching the commercials. Oh, did you? I thought that was going to be the doctor, probably. So which uh, one that made sense because he looked pretty young. Yeah. So I mean, uh, can't have young doctors. Yeah. <laughs> That's ageist of you. So Fair. wait, continue because uh, I have some thoughts <laughs> about like the pace and like, yeah. so, some of the characters. Yeah. Uh, so so the pacing was, I think, off because they would have these starts and stops. They would have us pick up with a storyline and then have it sort of end abruptly. Right. So, for instance, the reporters, I think it would have been much better if they like I thought they were going to leave the guy because we didn't actually see him die. We just saw him get his head smashed a whole shit ton of times uh, and then him close his eyes slowly which is kind of unusual for a michael myers film usually somebody gets stabbed and it's done right yeah um but with him it was kind of like this slow kind of death so i thought they were gonna like bring him back later have him play some sort of pivotal role in in the whole piece or have the fact that they were doing this whole research on him in the first place like why were they doing this research on yep. him like what interest is it of theirs you know uh and i'm not saying you need to do a deep dive into them but <clears throat> If that's how the movie starts, if you give us that at the beginning, if that's what you want to present to us, then give us give some us something context. that ties that yeah. that brings that full circle, right? Don't just okay, they, they're just searching for him. They sort of like awaken the beast, and then he kills them, and then they're done for the yeah. rest of the movie. That just seems so like, ordinary. If, and if just one regular. of their um, parents had been killed by Michael Myers forty years ago, or and, 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 and that, and that borders on, a, on that borders on like the kind of cheesy sort yeah. of side, but, but like mean, or, or make that it would be yeah something that ties it in. Yeah, yeah, right. No, I yeah. mean I think it would be reasonable for anyone, especially a journalist, to be really interested in what happened. But can but can you Michael. can you tell me why they were interested in? Well, yeah, they didn't um explain that. That's what I'm us, saying. Even if they would have given us that, that would have at least satisfied me being like, okay, this is why they're interested because yeah, it, I mean, essentially they, they gave us I the, the journalists and they're interested in Michael. They didn't give us why they're interested. Uh, it seemed like they traveled from like far. The UK it seemed like, yeah, it seemed like they traveled far to, to, to get to him. To, yeah. Like, so, you know, why did they go all yeah, that? I have no mean, idea. Yeah, they could have like, gave the, us the something mask about that. that they had. Was that exactly how did they get it? Authentic? How did, how did they the fuck they get, get it? Mask? Right. And I don't remember him ever being in uh, London. <laughs> in the UK. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Yeah, Jack the Ripper, he got <laughs> shit on me. Yeah, <laughs> like, they, yeah, that that really um bothers me. How how the hell do they have the mask? I don't well, know if they explained that. Well, that, that. And, and that they were the catalyst basically for the entire movie. Because if you think about it from like a logistical standpoint, they actually are the catalyst of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, they're 
the ones who start the fire. He's in fucking Michael Myers' face showing him the mask. He essentially woke up the sleeping giant. because yeah, he know? was dormant before that. Exactly. He wasn't doing shit before that. But although it's an argument can be made that maybe the doctor would have did what he did regardless in terms of like letting him free or whatever. But it seemed like Michael didn't give a shit about anything until like fucking in his face with the goddamn mask reminding him, hey, start killing people again, you know? Yeah. I, I did like his death though because I, I thought who uh Michael of, of the journalist um okay <laughs> weird but okay no no you, you know obviously it was a little yeah. bit different <laughs> excited me I jerked off you no, it, it, it was <laughs> different me. than a normal death um that Michael gives and I, I think it was Wait, to kind of getting beat against the wall. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I don't. No, I don't he's, feel like uh, that's he's, unusual. He's done that a few times. Yeah, yeah I feel like. And so, in fact, he did it earlier to the kid, where he started smashing the kid's head oh, against yeah. the, the window. Well, I, I, well, I, I guess I would say in past movies, but it felt a little bit different with that journalist, and I think they wanted to kind of give a ode to to that character before they move on from it. Like Michael and took his time with that guy. Yeah, like, beat your and saying, okay, and yeah, you know what, we're done with this character for the movie, but you you meant. A little bit. You meant something to the movie, but we're done with you. So it was more than a. Uh, I'm just gonna stab you. Or yeah, you know. I I can see what you're saying with that, but it almost felt like they actually did film a lot more with them. But for time's sake, they just cut that piece yeah. out. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that, like that's all I'm saying. Journalists had much more story. Than yeah, like, uh, that that's all I'm saying. It's as if it felt like we didn't get the full picture with them. Yeah. And I would have enjoyed to have some sort of full picture, full a fuller picture than that. Than Holy them. shit! You know what I just realized? Mm. In this movie, there. There were no titties at all in this movie. Yeah, I think that's purposeful. Again, this is a very yeah, contemporary shit. Not film. even that pretty journalist. But you and but where's the key though? You didn't miss it. What? You didn't miss the no you no know, no. The, there were titties, weren't there? No, nah, it, it was it was a flashback a little bit. Yeah, no, but the it wasn't like anything like to be were fucking and you know yeah. you got to see some titties. Wait, did they show titties in the other movies? Of course, it, yeah, yes. But that's wait, a what? horror movie staple. <laughs> yeah, what are you? What is going on? Here? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I really don't <laughs> what remember. No, I, what are you actually, doing? Here? Everybody, I was, like, it, I remember seeing that scene and saying, "Oh, you know what I compared it to?" And honestly, I don't remember titties in other movie, but what I compared it to was the uh, in the first movie um, when he's killing her, she was a naked when he's killing his sister. Or they didn't I think show. She was. They didn't show her body. I, I think she was in like a, a gown, gown or something. Yeah. Like and I mean, yeah. for nineteen seventy eight, that was like. Ooh. Yeah. So when I saw that, I'm like, damn, her titties out on this one, but. Yeah, yeah there were no titties in this movie. Damn. Yeah. I don't well, know. There they were. The ball. It was just. I don't think flashback. I, I think it was. I, I think. I think when you have. No, there were titties in the movies in the flashback scene. But I, I get what Arane's saying. It's like, it wasn't real, like in not, the context current, that you would usually expect yeah, in a I movie want like this. current titties. Like <laughs> <laughs> today's titties. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, but I think that, that that's purposeful in a movie like this because uh, Laurie Strode, I, I would put her on the same level that I would put a Ripley from uh, Sigourney Weaver's mm-hmm. uh, Aliens. Um, or... Uh, um, a, um, uh, from Terminator, uh, what's um, it, uh, Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor, um, and I forget the uh, her name that uh, that that played her, but uh, I, I really just really strong characters who are unapologetic in their just badass nature, you know. Um, and I think this movie was really literally all of just all about Laurie Strode. It was just all about her journey and and everything that she was sort of going to uh, going through. Um, and so when you have that as a context, it's sort of like regressive. To then just be like, but titties though, like you know what I mean? Yeah, but I think everybody, male or female, likes you know some <laughs> yeah. good titties in, yeah. in a horror movie. Yeah, you, you just next time you talk to a woman, just say that. 
uh, tour, and I'm, I'm sure you'll get a pleasant response. I'll ask around town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you, so you know what? I, I, yeah. I think that was very true. I, I have a feeling Jamie Lee Curtis, when they approach her with this movie, she's probably like, you know what? Yeah, I could use the check. But no, no. In fact, she said the opposite. The, so, so she that was did. A joke. I know. When I, but I, I, I take every opportunity to correct you um <laughs> in h2o and then and with uh halloween resurrection which not that many people remember she was in yeah I remember um with uh, buster on yeah she she said uh yeah those were literally just cash grabs like I, I was just but you could tell this movie she really cared about and i think it's because uh david uh gordon green and, and danny mcbride they wrote mm-hmm. a really again contemporary script that had a lot of things that were relevant to this time. So I'm sure she found some importance out of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, so where I was going was, I mean, she's obviously been getting uh, some nice checks from doing those Activia commercials, which is very great <laughs> yogurt, by the way. <laughs> Every month she's getting yeah, those yeah. checks. Good, good for, um, yeah, yeah. you know, building calcium in the bones yeah, at yeah. age. Yeah. But um, I, I think a part of her saying like, you know, if I'm going to, and obviously they, they had kind of written the movie this way with this very strong Laurie Strode character. But I feel like she, was like you know I, or or not just very strong and i'm sorry to interrupt you mm-hmm. again but not very strong but real right it they didn't show her as this like impenetrable like she, i'll take on everything that comes on it was like yeah, she was she was a, very she was a basket very, case. Very she was crazy yeah. yeah yeah um i think jamie Lee was like you know what i i, I really want to take shape of who i think laurie strode would be at this point yes. in her life yes and add to the character versus mm-hmm. just having it written for me and yes. I'm playing the character very true um yeah, I mean, I, I think I think more so in any of the other more recent Halloween movies that I've seen her in, whether H two O or Resurrection, I feel like Jamie Lee Curtis played had a lot more the character yeah. versus playing to the character. Yes, yeah, no, I I think that it was very purposeful that way. She mm-hmm. she seemed like she was at home in the character because yeah. this seemed like it was a natural progression of the character. Like, just imagine if I'm sure they did clearly they did, they did their research in terms of like, what do victims of sexual assaults go through? What do victims of physical abuse go through? Mm-hmm. Um, it, it seemed like it was very sort of in line with that trajectory, you know, uh, of sort of, um, not being able to get back to your life and get back to things yeah. as normal, how it sort of dominates your life, you know? Yeah. And to, and to your point, um, or as I'm watching, um, H2O, did you just watch H2O or something? Yeah, um, this yeah, I've been watching Halloween movies. Oh, have you? Yeah. Are oh, you mind. sick of them? Huh? Are you sick of them yet? You know what? Um I after we watched Halloween, it almost felt like there was no more point in watching any more scary <laughs> movies. Cuz really? I had been leading watching a bunch of scary movies, especially Halloween leading yeah. up to that. Um You know what I'm going to go back and watch? What? Hellraiser. I don't know why I want to see Hellraiser. It, it's not very good. No. Even, even like the first few ones weren't, weren't very I did, good. I did watch that like a few months ago. I felt yeah. like maybe like back in April or something. Yeah. But um, to your point, Irene, of her really knocking the acting out of the park on this one, or it maybe wasn't even her acting, but maybe just the movie. She was an alcoholic on that, but just because they said she was, <laughs> or you saw her grab a drink this time, but in, or in H2O but in this movie she was like really like a mess with it, it looked she was like you know mess. what I mean yes. like she had in H2O she was still like she, I think she was like a teacher or something like that yeah, at like like, private school she was she still like a mess. hair was quaffed she <laughs> yeah, had she like that nice she was that just, one. She, yeah she was like I pay my taxes yeah, every she was year. Just alcoholic yeah, yeah. just because they said she exactly. was and you, you see her get a drink one time or she, maybe she did slam but, two wines but um, but with but this you understand the context of yeah. it like you you understand this character versus that character it's just like implied this character you're like oh no you're fucked up like, yeah. you've got some shit going on which if i was fucking attacked by some sort of crazy 
knife wielding possibly yeah. and your sibling <laughs> yeah i don't know it, it that might leave me a certain way i might not yeah. be too fine after that yeah. we'll see so, you know i think we can definitely all agree that um you know yeah uh, Lord, the lord the character laurie strode uh played by jamie lee curtis was just I loved everything she did with that character. Yeah, um, I do want to talk about some characters that I didn't. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Please. So, um, the the Ju- Laurie Strode's daughter mm-hmm. uh, Judy, played by I'm sorry, Karen, played by Judy Greer. Mm-hmm. I I don't really understand um, the direction that they went with that character. Mm. Um, and I get it. She was like, you know, mom, this happened 40 years ago. Yeah. Um, you know, he's locked away. Uh, life has gone on i'm not going to you know live this every day uh, but that character to me showed a sense of and, and again wait, 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 I, uh, what her daughter or granddaughter her daughter Karen, her daughter okay yeah, yeah. Uh, she she acted as if the the threat wasn't real mm. you know yeah as if it was like an imaginary thing her mom was making up no but when you don't experience something yourself it's hard especially when somebody's especially when somebody's pushing you so hard in that direction like mm-hmm. yo you need to pay attention. It's, it's almost like uh, how I view John Connor and Sarah Connor, right? Where we got to see as fucked up as all the other movies were outside of T2 uh, and the original Terminator. You get this sense that John Connor was like made to believe he was supposed to be like this great messiah of the human race. And he's like, I'm just a fucking dude. Yeah. Like I don't. And his mom's like, no, you're the messiah. Like, yeah. I mean, see the difference there. Like she was, you know, Sarah Connor was preparing John Connor for something that was going to happen in the future mm-hmm. in which none of it had happened yet. Right. Yeah. With Karen, uh, Laurie Strode's daughter, you know, that shit has happened. That shit was very real. It happened to her several times. So. You know, I kind of wish that Karen's character would have, they would have spent more time giving context into why she was like, you know, hey, mom, I've lived this life. You know, I've prepared for it. I am prepared, but my life goes on. I have a daughter. We need to move on. I think the reason um, that she was kind of like, she was very dismissive, I guess is the word I'd use. Yeah, she. I think she was very dismissive of it because she, I think multiple times, pointed out what her childhood was like. Um, you know, being, you know, she knew how to shoot like a gun at seven. But I think when she got kids herself, she said, that's not what I want. And then I think it was easy for her to kind of like move away from yeah. that. And plus she got taken away by social services at like 12. So yeah. it was sort of easier for her to be like, I don't know, she was on some crack or some shit. Yeah. Moving I mean, on. Again, my only my only knock there is, you know, that her character seemed very dismissive of like, yeah, her. I, she did. I didn't you, like so I think, Yeah, I think you just didn't like her character is is, is like essentially the, you know the what, issue I, there. I, I like Judy Greer as an actress. I, I do like her as an actress, yeah. The only thing I didn't like was the, again, I, I'm going to keep using this word, her dismissive nature towards her mother's very real experience to, but, to the point where it I didn't feel like she she was saying, hey, mom, I know this happened. But do you but see the juxtaposition it. there, though, with her and her her daughter, right? Where her daughter is much more accepting of uh, uh, Laurie Strode's sort of fucked up nature mm-hmm. um, because she didn't experience that childhood that Judy uh, Greer's uh, Karen's character uh, experienced. Right. So yeah. she's much more. And I mean, yes, accepting that, that, of, and I think that was definitely intentional in the writing. Like the daughter yeah. is um, dismissive of it. Like, hey, I, I I lived the life you wanted me to live. You forced me to do this and that. I'm done with that. But the the granddaughter's like, you know, I understand the trouble grandma's having. So, and I mean, maybe the storyline was written like that to where the viewer would have an inclination towards the granddaughter. Yeah. Uh, again, the only knock I have is I just wish she would have been more like. 
you know, hey, I understand the threat is real, but the threat is not here and it hasn't been a threat for a while. Yeah. Um, you prepared me. I'm prepared if shit goes down. You know, I'm prepared, but life goes on. That that type of vibe. Yeah. Um, the other character I really didn't like was the guy, um, Oscar, who was uh, Laurie Strode's granddaughter. Um, oh, the, Allison. Her- her boyfriend her it was her boyfriend's friend so her boyfriend was played by uh dylan arnold um or cameron uh or he that was the character cameron he in the movie yeah so that was um laurie Stroh's daughter's boyfriend cameron yeah his friend the guy oscar i didn't like his character he, he was funny he, he was the comedic relief right mm-hmm. i didn't like the scene with him and michael myers in the yard yeah, because uh, nobody would really react like that. That was nobody uh, would react like yeah. that. And again, this is this is the point in the movie where I was like, please, please show me something that I haven't seen. I thought you were going to say show me titties. That's what I thought. You were titties say. would have been good, <laughs> but show me something that I haven't seen in every other horror movie. Like, what could they have shown you there that you haven't seen in any other? Horror so, movie? so in that scene, right? Yeah, you know, he had a he had a, some rum punch at the dance. Um, you know, he sees Michael Myers and he's like, you know, you're being weird, Mr. Wilson. Like, what are you doing in your yard <laughs> this time Wilson. of night? You know, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I'm on your property. Property. Let me get out of here. Uh, and then, of course, Michael sneaks up on him and then uh, stabs him up. I would have really liked that scene to have been more realistic. Like if you or me were in that yard and be like, dude, who the fuck are you? You know, and like, let me I'm uncomfortable with this. I'm, you know. I'm not just going to stand here and like let whoever you are, like you weird person, attack me or kill me. I'm going to make a real effort to defend myself or to escape. So I'm going to do something versus the same thing we've seen in every movie where they're like, oh, you're being weird. And then Michael well, walks up to him and stabs the shit out of him. I, I think they, they mix it up, though, right? Like you have a mix of people who are like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here, but I'm getting the fuck out of here. Like, for instance, the black kid in the movie. He's yeah, like, which, he was like, nope, Twitter get out of here. Nuts about him, by the way. Twitter <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. was like, they were fans. He, yeah, I mean, he was trending on Twitter for, yeah. for a good minute, like yeah. he was talking about how he was the best, the only smart. Jabril Nantambu was his uh, his real name. Yeah, yeah. that kid. Um, uh, I feel like he's gonna be in the next Black Panther. Movie. Probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a child's like With son or some shit. Yeah. Um. Uh. So uh, they mix it up though. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and they have the and, and plus they they capitalize on you count like they're counting on you feeling like that like so for instance he wasn't a very good character because obviously he tried to put the moves on lord uh on try to dig it down. uh yeah. <laughs> yeah he really did try to dig it down but she gave him the fucking she uh, stood her ground and and uh yeah, yeah she get she gave him the uh the five fingers of death yeah chill the fuck out bro um uh, say no, bow or bro. <laughs> I don't know what you uh, i didn't like anything you just did there the, the gesture the the wordage the verbiage i don't i got lost halfway through yeah. <laughs> and i didn't I was know gonna very do. quickly move on from that that oscar kid reminded me of uh oh, of a uh, foggy from uh oh yeah Daredevil. he looks he looks lame like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like he, could, it, like, he looks like he could school. be his son yeah yeah they yeah they probably but, went but to the same school he not even looked like him i thought he like even acted like him i was like god damn that's foggy man yeah <laughs> they're, they're probably related i'll be yeah. honest um okay so uh the character that i didn't uh that I understand why his character was this way, but it still annoyed the fuck out of me was uh, uh, Toby Huss, who played Ray, which was uh, Karen's husband, which is Laurie Strode's daughter's husband. He was the most irrelevant character that they just decided to give lines to. Just if he's going to be that irrelevant and that stupid, 
Just don't give him any lines. Yeah. Just, just let, let him, him just let him walk and just <laughs> in the house. Yeah. Uh, we don't need him to talk. We don't need him to say anything because he just he just sounded dumb every time he would say something. Nothing he said was relevant. It was just all just stupid. And then he just ended up dying in a meaningless way. <laughs> and just walking outside. Hey, while the serial killer's on the loose, let me check this cop car whose yeah. uh, windows are all blacked out. And uh, that yeah. That cop car had 10%. 10% <laughs> that, that bitch was riding yo, clean. Yo, man. somebody, yo, the cops would have pulled that cop car over. Yeah. They would have. Uh, <laughs> officer, you know these tents are illegal. Hey, I'm riding I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, he, he basically just co-signed to everything um his wife was saying. I would like to have seen him maybe like challenge her on something. No, but here's but the reason why his character was made that way is because typically speaking in movies, that's the way the uh woman's character is portrayed. Just asking or just co-signing to whatever mm, the guy yeah. says, the husband says, or doing like you know what I mean? Like I get the I get the reason for his character. I'm just saying like just don't give him any lines yeah. then just just have him walk around and be useless and don't like because when he reset something it just annoyed the fuck out of me like yeah i feel like, like, like to your point like where they flip those roles right to yeah. where the woman is usually like the dismissive one or i mean or the, dismiss, the, like, the, pass, dismissed. the, the yeah. passive one or the one agreeing with everything her husband is saying mm. so this in this role they had the husband agreeing with everything that karen was saying um instead of just flipping it i wish they would have just they would, they would have still made him like a relevant character to your point. Like, you know, you don't No, I don't like my thing is I have no problem with him being an ir- irrelevant character character. Just I don't need him to have as many lines or like just be, like just everything he did was just stupid. And I just didn't. There was just like yeah, no. And again, I think it was like it. his lines were bad. His yeah. I don't think, you know, the guy who played him, he was a good actor. But oh, I, fantastic. Yeah. Uh, he, he's one of my favorite characters in Mad Men. Yeah. He's, yes, he's in yes. Mad Men. Um, what else has he played in? He's played in some other stuff, but he's a really good. He's one of those like B list actors yeah, that yeah. you see in everything, <laughs> but you don't had, really know his long, name. Great career, yes. Uh, um, so, so William uh, Patton, or yeah. not, not William Patton. No, no, I'm sorry, he was from, uh, yeah, Toby Huss. Seconds. Toby Huss. Yeah. 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 But the backup, what Arain was saying earlier about seeing something new, I think that would have been a great opportunity to see something new, where we see the spouse kind of say, "Hey, well, you know, maybe, maybe we should listen to your mother on this one." You know. She, you know she's been through something and she just might be right this is just one day we could take to kind of prepare ourselves for anything that or more adamantly supporting his wife's position right you know and versus just being like yeah you know are you guys hungry (laughs) (laughs) but but i but i think the the again the the purpose of that is is purposeful like it's not it's not like they did that without knowledge of doing it they did it because of that i understand like i don't like it (laughs) <laughs> yeah because but 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 then that makes me sympathize with women a lot more because it, then it's just like yeah that when you're watching a movie and the only like female character in a yeah. movie is just running around like oh okay i guess we'll do this and i guess yeah, we'll yeah. do that then no, no, that I, must I make it. you feel a type of yeah, way yeah. you know what it, I mean? it would it would but maybe that could have been the new usher the ushering of a new era where no one is just some yeah. passive motherfucker so, because no, but you, so, but that's just I, the I, thing about movies uh, is that you kind of have to have like a really passive character to annoy the shit out of everybody and be yeah, like I you idiot so. motherfucker yeah again i i think i would have preferred to just have see, seen him let his wife lead but him Hey, I'm standing behind my wife in, in to still position, be strong, to like be a strong support to his wife versus yeah. being a passive supporter to yeah. his wife. I, again, what do you I, want I, to I, fight, Lori? Like, yeah, I know, right? Yo, what's up? Get like, out of here! Put, put her in a sharpshooter. Like, get the fire! He did try to say this is my house, and yeah. she quickly was just like, yeah, "But I got the Shut gun." Up, Shut up! <laughs> 
He could have been like, "This is our house. You know, we pay the rent. It's got to be we every day. It can't it's be a I joint account. We pay out of the joint account. We <laughs> equal make equal deposits and across contribute. the board. I, I mean, yeah. I felt like the um, there was there wasn't too much to complain about as far as the acting. Um, no, I, th- I thought it was pretty solid yeah. acting all around. The only other thing that I could really say about the acting uh, was, uh, and actually this is a positive, was um, uh, Nick Castle as, uh, or I'm sorry, James Jude Courtney as Michael Myers himself. And the reason why I say it was a really sh- strong outing was because he was the original character that played Michael. And actually he, you could tell that there was there's something about that that added to the movie there was something about that like the the fact that when they like a, another thing with the plot or, or i'm sorry when we get to cinematography that that i would want to mention is like they, they use a lot of zoom um effects with the uh, the camera uh, and obviously that's like a usual thing with horror movies but for whatever reason i noticed it a lot more in this and his character seemed like i don't know there's something that was just like unique about it where it was fitting right that they showed him he was he had the gray beard mm-hmm. he's got the gray hair it's kind of balding a little bit um when they were showing that rear angle of like when yeah the, the at the beginning well, yes. yes well as the far as that and that about. was the next thing i was going to go to because that's i think that's actually nick castle playing on um, michael at that point hmm. there's yes, two michaels yeah, yeah, they're, they're, that nick castle's the one you're and talking that was about. my next thing i really like the gray that they're showing on him the bald head he didn't you know oh, okay I mean? yeah so okay, yeah, fair that enough. i really really like that when i was seeing that i was like oh my gosh yeah they didn't bring in a new young michael like yeah seeing the old yeah, aging yeah. michael there was something about it that was just, just like, like <sighs> but yo, you still feel you know he's not gonna turn around but you feel like Yo, yeah. is he maybe gonna turn around? But like, it, it was really yeah, good. You it can still really feel good. like the intensity, like the like the evil in him is still very much there. Yeah, but and, and but also his like body is aged. Yeah, exactly, and it wasn't like it, it was kind of like they didn't make him in some of the Halloween movies. They made him like this, like yo, this dude is clearly an alien from outer space. <laughs> he just has some otherworldly powers that we just don't understand why he has them. And this movie, he like they they blow off his fingers, they shoot him in the eye. You know, what I mean, like they do some shit to him in this movie. And you like it has an effect on him. It's not like he's just like when they shot him in the hand. What I loved about it is like he wrapped up the hand. Like mm-hmm. it's not like he just like was like all right, you cut off my fingers. I'm just gonna keep moving like it's yeah. nothing. It was like no, he's just like oh shit, this shit. Yeah, this he, was hurts, like, dog. he was like <laughs> hey bro, hey bro, this guy hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they trying to get rid of Obamacare. <laughs> <you know. laughs> about to slide up to Canada real quick. Got it, like, healthcare. Got it. <laughs> yeah, and and I, and I think they um. That really that the seeing him with the gray hair really sets the tone for like all right in this movie he's Michael Myers but he's a he's a human yeah yeah whereas other movies he's just is he? yeah no <laughs> I, I I have my serious doubts that if so he's so th- this goes back to the storyline for me right which I think um, here was an opportunity to maybe give us more about what has Michael been doing over these past 40 years not a goddamn thing apparently what is the relationship with him and his doctor been like over the past i mean the doctor had been since loomis died the doctor had been with him i think he, like, what, i think the doctor might have been years? trying to jerk him off i'll be honest yeah. with you because he seemed pretty infatuated with michael i, I would have loved to have like maybe maybe they did a little rewind where they showed like past conversations mm. or interactions with him and the oh that would have been slick yeah, yeah like what is that would have been slick yeah like what how has michael been interacting or not interacting with within the um uh the psych ward that he was in right yeah because if you remember in um 
I forget which Halloween it was. It, it wasn't, uh, it was the one where Laurie Strode, you know, Michael threw her off the, the resurrection. Resurrection. Yeah. yeah. Um, remember when he was walking through the psych ward and that other, you know, patient in the psych ward came out and he put the clown mask on and he was like, you're Michael Myers, 200 kills, blah, blah, blah. You know, and, and Michael didn't kill him because mm-hmm. Michael's like, yo, like you're just as crazy as I am. Yeah. And he, I'm going to let you live. Right. So has is Michael like more comfortable? Does he interact better with other people who have this genuine? They, so they actually did deal with that in this movie. And I'll tell you the exact scene. And and, and it's again, when we talk about the uh, cinematography, I'll talk about this particular scene. But remember the tracking shot that they have, like when he first gets to like the neighborhood. And he goes and kill it, picks up the hammer, kills the old lady. Mm-hmm. Right. Remember, there's a baby that's in there. If you if you listen, yeah. there was a baby that you could hear crying. He doesn't address the baby. Yeah. So, yeah, now he didn't kill the black kid either. And he, he definitely could have. Could he have? Because uh, remember, he, the black kid was like, yo, he was standing in my door. No, no, no. The black kid was like halfway down the steps. And he's like, yo, what the fuck is going on? No, here? The black kid ran down the steps. Oh, yeah, he did. Because he saw. Oh, this is true. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is true. This is true. So, I mean, I, I guess there is some sensibility there. Yeah. I don't kill children. Yep. Uh, yeah. He kills women. Apparently, Michael has a Morris compass. Yeah. A moral compass. Wait, he, killed, uh, he did kill the. He killed the kid. No, he, yeah. I don't know what it was about him. Probably like, you want to dance? You want to play football? <laughs> no, but, but we've seen this before. Oh, um, <laughs> we've seen this before where Michael didn't kill certain people. Um, and I think it was in one of the earlier ones where uh, the one lady, she's driving and then she stops at some rest stop to use the bathroom. And Michael just comes and steals the purse and and doesn't kill her. And his, that was uh, H2O. I think that was H2O. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, yeah. We, we've seen moments like that. So I don't know what to take from it, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I think it, what you take from it is sort of what I think Arane was trying to allude to is that there's thinking in there. There's yeah. there's and, and, some and, sort of thought process. And maybe that was like an intentional thing. Like, I'm, you know, I'm again, I'm not I'm not killing children. I'm on a very specific mission. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I think that 100 percent. And then you have to also think, like, when did Michael get his driver's license? I don't know when. Yeah, he's driving in every movie. I'm pretty sure he's <laughs> yeah, driving, pretty good at it. I'm pretty sure he's driving a stick shift, too. I'm pretty sure it's manual. Oh, yeah. 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 He, he was whipping the manual. Yeah, yeah, So clearly he has to think about, you know, the and stop signs. does nobody see stop, him driving? Stop like, lights. Oh, this guy yeah. has a Halloween mask on. It's August. Yeah. He's got <laughs> he's got blood all over his, you know, uh, mechanics jersey. How does yeah. he know how to get around? Does yeah. he have like ways? Is it MapQuest? Put in the GPS yeah, yeah. like Lori Strode. Google Maps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Google he always finds her address and then yeah. goes there. Always Actually, when he it. first found uh, the... Uh, the granddaughter's friend mm-hmm. and he kills her. I was like, how did he fucking even like know where, like how did he know that that was a place to go? <laughs> how did he know that? Yeah. This the, they never, there's always, yeah. how, how do you know like the, you know, with as many white women as there are who are babysitting black kids, uh, how did he know that that was the specific one he needed yeah. to go to? Yeah. Did, did he Very, park the car? Like, does he, he I think he parallel car? parked. Oh, I'm pretty shit. sure he, <laughs> Did, does, he, does did he, he park in a garage and pay for the parking <laughs> and, and, and get the ticket? Does, does he look at the space and determine, can I fit? Mm, uh, no, that's for electric cars. <laughs> Let me go down to P2 in the parking garage. Oh, there's one. Oh, that's for uh, fucking Maven. Oh, what the fuck is Maven? 
Wait, there's one. Oh, it's a Mini Cooper in it. Uh, we'll keep checking. Like, what happens there? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, no, I've always wondered that about Michael. And then also, I was wondering about Lori, too. It's like, maybe she got the check. She got the bag from those divorces. Because how the fuck else is she going to, you know, be able to assemble this fucking fortress where you can yeah. build all these booby traps and shit? Bitcoin. She's she's, a, she's on hey. a Home Alone shit. She's on she's on the uh, Macaulay Culkin. Where you don't know what she uh, does. <laughs> yeah, she just has bank and just like building she's traps. And like shit. network security. Or something. Yeah. <laughs> I need security she's in my a, life. She's in I IT. can help you with your security. <laughs> oh yeah, that, that reminds me. There was there was one thing in the movie that I, part when I really liked, and it was when the journalist came to her place, and um, their whole thing was like, oh, oh, Michael's misunderstood, but the narrative was that. She's crazy. And it was like, okay, this motherfucker is a psycho killer. He's misunderstood. I go through a couple divorces and shit and I'm I'm fucking like crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like that it, it was and then but that's, that's what happens yeah, that's in actually, real life. No, hundred percent real life. People who do fucked up shit, it's like we need to understand them. We yeah. need to figure out what's going on here. But people who like fucking go like some real struggle cut you in line at fucking Arby's, you're like, that person's crazy. <laughs> yeah. This person's out of control. And like, I was just like, Wow, I, I really like that they um because I don't, they, I like that they got that in there, and it, it's just another relatable um, thing that you that you we saw in this movie compared yeah. to some of the other ones. Hundred percent. No, this this movie's clearly a lot more nuanced than pretty much any other Halloween movie that's yeah. been presented to us. But uh, we, we move on briskly here. Let's move on to the cinematography. What are our thoughts? What are our feelings? I liked it. I mean, cinematography. Um, you know, I think to your point, they used a lot of zoom angles. Um, I think in a movie like this particularly with Laurie Strode's character I want um, a lot of intensity in, in how like I want to see her facial expressions I want to be able to like really capture her emotions I think they, they did that in those scenes where um, like I remember like the scene where she walked into the restaurant right where it kind of zooms out and shows everybody at the dinner table kind of like everyone's reaction to her presence being there when she takes like the drink of the alcohol like and she she just kicks it back and she doesn't you know grimace or make any face and you really understand like she's going through some things right and there's a, a pressure she's under and something like kicking back uh you know a johnny walker black or whatever it doesn't phase her because she has like so you know, so many other things going on right yeah and you know, I, I really do remember that scene because it was there was this like great shot of the dinner table, everybody there, the close up of her taking the shot. Um, in the scenes with Michael, what they do really well is have like a wide angle. So you get every time he's in the scene, you get to see the environment that he's in. Right. The music is good. The environment he's in is good. I did find that it was very choppy. They used mm. a lot of cuts throughout this movie. Yeah. Um, there were some scenes where it was like somewhat continuous right i remember yeah. the, the walk home with oscar and uh, Lori's daughter um and you got the sense that someone was using a handheld mounted camera obviously with a stabilizer on it um but they're just kind of following them through this conversation so to me i thought there was a good mix of still shots close-ups wide pan um, wide pans and uh you know some continuous motion shots and conversations that mattered yeah i i really enjoyed uh the cinematography in this movie and i and i actually don't i couldn't tell you exactly why i, I think it was because for strangely enough it was a horror movie that had a lot of light in it for some reason and i think that's unusual for a horror movie that everything usually in a horror movies basked in darkness you know but i think that from the get-go this movie had a lot of light in it 
And I think it's a very interesting thing to introduce horror, even still like when things are still well, well lit. Like think of usually there's only like a few scenes where I could really point to and be like, okay, Michael's clouded in darkness here. And mm-hmm. then he just steps out of the darkness. Right. Usually it's like half the movie he's hiding behind like some like dark bush or some shit and then pops out and it's like, I'm it's me. But I think this movie really used light really well. And then the, 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 the tracking shot of him getting to the neighborhood for the first time, I thought was a gorgeous gorgeous yeah. shot it was, a, it was down the alley and you see him the entire time the you the see house. the lady yeah. like going into her you know she's looking out of the window then she goes back to the room and she comes back and then he enters the room you see the entire thing and then he goes to the other lady like it's just like this whole continuous shot that was just fucking dope you know yeah. and it was really well well done um and then also to uh again the, the use of the zoom shots that um they really those zoom shots are made so that you feel claustrophobic, you know, that, that do you feel like your, your escape routes are just, they're, they're dwindling down, you know, you don't have anywhere to go. You're forced into this perspective, you know? Um, and I think that their you continual use of, of those zoom shots were really strategic and really good. Uh, and, and so, uh, for whatever reason, I really liked the, uh, the, the, the cinematography and I thought it was really, really well done. Yeah, um, I really loved the neighborhood. Um, it was something about the neighborhood, even as the um, the the girl is running through it, um, trying to escape Michael and looking for help. Um, I just thought the neighborhood looked really good, looked really creepy. I I really can't put my finger on what it was, but I just felt this like love for the neighborhood as um as I'm watching it as she's running through it. Um, are you a realtor? <laughs> <laughs> there's oh, some, so. there's some good uh, 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 cornerstone on this. Uh, this block. There was yeah. a house for sale right yeah. on the corner. Yeah. A half a good school. It was like you know school yeah. district. It just looked sure. good. Look at foundation. That house. It was grocery store. It was scary. It was kind of scary. Um, to yeah. your point about the light when when it was dark. It was, I mean it was good. Um, it also I got this feeling like. You, you know it's a new movie and it looks new, but like they tried to make it look old a little bit. Like, I, I kinda, like there was some texture too. Yeah, there was some te- like, like a little bit of graininess or something. Yeah. Like, but um, so I, I appreciated that overall. I mean, other than that, I mean, it was what it was, I guess. But I, I like the cinematography. I just really like certain scenes like the neighborhood as it was dark. The yeah. kind of the old feeling you get, the zooms also, especially like when he pulls out the mask, Michael, you know this, <laughs> yeah, uh, like yeah, stuff like that. That was a brave good. soul too. I would not have the ball. Yeah, to what do the that. Fuck? yeah, that was it. That took some <laughs> to pull that, out the mask yeah. to pull out the mask and then be that flagrant. Well, that's like why he stood I at the edge of the line and was like, Michael, you will look at me, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Whoa! And that's but why see, he didn't go around. Now. He didn't go around to the front. So <laughs> he didn't want those kind of problems. That's why. I know. I, I, I was thinking, is this the doctor? Because I was like, who else is brave enough to kind of like deal with Michael in this way? You know, yeah. other than the um, yeah, he was mad doctor. aggressive. Like knowing this dude's a serial killer, I really don't feel like I wouldn't approach Jeffrey Dahmer like that. Like, I, I wouldn't have. Like, I wouldn't have approached him. Like there would have been a lot of security guards and a lot of fucking glass and metal between us before I'd have felt any sort of way about being like. I mean, I, and then I was actually thinking too. This is like a random thought. Honestly, I don't think that Michael could win a fight with me. And let me <laughs> let me explain why. There's a part of me that feels like when I feel like, oh, I'm up against something that is clearly way stronger than me, way bigger. There's like, 
yes, this is exactly what I want because that means I don't want to have to hold anything back. That means everything that I want to do to you, I feel comfortable with doing because I don't have to feel bad at the end of the day. Like, oh, you're smaller than me or like you uh, have some sort yeah, of Yeah, I, I understand It's what like saying. all things are fucking. So if I want to gouge your eyes out, if I want to fucking break your legs, yo, Michael, Michael might not survive that yeah. shit. <laughs> See, I think so. Here's, here's what I think about that. Like there's a very big difference between someone who's killed somebody and somebody who hasn't. Right? Oh, yeah. If you've done yeah. it before, it's a lot more automatic. Even if you haven't done it and like you know you're not going to hesitate to do it, yeah. there's still that person who's done it still just a half a second quicker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, you may go into it like, I'm not holding back. I'm going to defend myself. You know, if I have to, I'm going to kill this person, Right. But Michael, Myers goes into it. Michael Myers goes <laughs> into it. Michael Myers goes into it. I'm going to kill this person. <laughs> Michael Myers doesn't go through the thought process of I don't have to hold back. I'm yeah. going all in. I'm I'm getting yeah, scrappy he, and dirty. So Michael's like, I'm gonna kill so you. Short, he goes for the kill immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm no, kill I, you. I get you. I get you. I, I I'm just saying, like, it, like so for the the girl who's babysitting, uh, you know, the the little kid who she was trying to run away and then she just slips and then that's how he catches her. Nah, bro. No, nah, uh, bro. I got traction I, control. No, I got no, no, no. grip on For, my Forget running. No, no. Running. Again, the mistake people make with, a, like, I want to see a horror movie where the person, like, is about to run and then they just stop. And they that happened around. in the Jason movie. And they're like, what's up, nigga? Where, remember that, that um, the, I forget what, I think it was like six or something like that, where he yeah. was um, in New York City. Oh, I don't. Uh, is it that's uh, Jason Goes to Hell? I think that's uh, what Jason that is. Goes to Hell. I remember the one guy was fighting Jason. It kind of. He was he was fucking him up a little bit. I just remember that one Jason movie where plus him and, Jason him is and like the black guy who was on. a boxer. Um, oh he was, yeah, he was yeah. Piecing up like pop pop pop, and Jason was just like, yeah. Because yeah, they, I remember that. They I remember did, that. Like they, Jason is they, a little they bit different. They, yeah, they take Jason to be like yo. If we're talking about aliens here, Jason is clearly yeah. <laughs> fucking alien. Like there's yeah. nothing you can do to the dude. Like yeah. you can blow him up. You could cut him in half. It doesn't matter. The dude will keep coming back. At this point, I want to see fuck Jason versus Freddy. Fuck Alien versus Predator. I want to see Jason versus Predator. You know, Jason, <laughs> Jason might actually. Yeah, that's who they should be hunting because of what the, the, the predators do is they hunt, right? That's who they should be hunting. Yeah. Fucking Jason. To yeah, see what no, they, they, they should be hunting them. humans who are just don't fucking just trip over. Just, uh, I broke a leg. <laughs> no, but, they um, need to hunt yeah, Jason. Dude, like, if somebody's out to kill me, if I'm running barefoot on ice, I'm not slipping. Dog. I'm, <laughs> Uh, skating like mm, i'm out of there bro <laughs> did you guys have a favorite scene in the movie or a scene that made you just go like oh or well, just, l- just anything let's get to favorite scenes right after we talk about the soundtrack real oh, quick yes correct um last thing last last category soundtrack um your quick thoughts on that um what do we feel about the soundtrack um, um no, you uh, go, you go. Well, uh off break I, I noticed the music the theme music was moving faster mm-hmm. it, it, it was um clearly faster than normal which I thought was appropriate. It was. It's like a fresh new take on it for a fresh new movie. Yeah. So I, I thought they did a good job with that. Like if they if it was the same pace, all right, fine. Because we all love the dun, 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 like we love it. But the fact that they decided, yo, we need a fresh take on this. Um. So that that was good for me. Mm. For me, I thought it was purposeful. Like you know, I was much more involved in like the character and the story. Um. But the music definitely heightened the scenes uh you know the the interaction scenes with michael um the opening scene where the journalists come to visit and there's like that um there's like a kind of like a more 
noise than music right yeah and the noise just continues to intensify as oh like, yeah yeah people know, are just yelling and exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, dogs barking yeah, yeah. And, and it's it's to yeah, me what was that the about? score was, was it was more so the use of noise to create like anxiety and tension in certain mm-hmm. scenes than it was about the music so yeah. i thought that was done very well in this movie um and the music kind of took a secondary um stance to you know let's have really impactful moments commented by uh sound or noise mm. or um or something along those lines that give you a feeling of like anxiety or mm. suspense uh, you see i, I kind of took it differently i think they use a theme song really strategically like so for instance at the beginning of the movie the theme song is actually kind of playful a little bit it's kind of like and it actually kind of follows the journey of the reporters right so at the beginning they think of Michael Myers as this novelty, as this abstract thing that's just like, oh, I just need to study this thing that's like fun and cool to like study and like, but as we sort of go deeper, we start to learn like, no, it's not. This is still a killer. This is still the same dude that we know him as, right? So at the the first theme that they that I think they play had this sort of like ticking and it had this like sort of like almost like a hi hat kind of like, it had like a beat to it. I felt like I was in like a techno like mm-hmm. you know dance party or some shit you know but then as the movie sort of progresses it starts changing back into that shit same shit we're familiar with mm-hmm. you know where and maybe they weren't following the journey of the reporters so much as they were actually following michael's journey right so we take this as like this old dude who's just like all right you, you're not doing shit anymore to putting back on that mask and getting back to slashing people um and I think that they use that theme, different variations of that same theme music strategically throughout the movie to sort of show sort of where we're at with his psychology, with with where he was at. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but I do understand what you're saying about like them sort of using the natural sounds around where they were to really sort of heighten the sense of uh, urgency or or or. Um, uh, what was the word you used? Uh, uh, like suspense. Suspense. Anxiety, yeah, 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 yeah. They they definitely did that really well, uh, and I appreciated it. Um, okay, so favorite scenes you were saying? Um, well, I have a second one now. When um the reporters there and with the mask and everything and all the uh, all the other um inmates or whatever they start making noise and the dogs are barking like what the fuck was that really? <laughs> Is Michael really this presence of like just evil when like everyone around him can feel something? I, I really I'm gonna try to do some kind of search on the internet and see if I could come up with what really what's their reason for that. But <clears throat> my my um scene that kind of jumps out at me when she um the daughter the granddaughter uh i think she got out of a car and she just started running through the woods and i think everyone's reaction was like what the fuck and she told us like yo to run in the woods it just seemed like all right oh. this is this is where she's about this to is die. a bad idea like yeah, yeah and a really bad like, idea yeah. and then she makes it but you're just like i think that was that one scene when everybody's just like what the fuck yeah there were a lot of scenes where i was just questioning the motive of the person who was like doing something stupid and i was just like why would you do that like i mean you of- get it because that's where the house was but it was just like at no, the time you're like no no i still uh, would have either ran towards the car that i clearly see in the distance or uh i try to because was michael still in the car at that point or I he was he so. out of the no he was out of the car because she got out of the car right so he couldn't have been in a car because yeah, he, he had crushed that i just whipped the fuck out of there i just whipped i mean i'm like all right mike i'll yeah. see you later i'm going to south dakota she, for a she while was, she was was she in the back with him 
no, no, she was in the back. Yeah, she was in the back with him, yeah. and then he kills. And then that's even weirder that he killed the dude first before he killed her. Even though he clear, clearly could have just killed Probably her. Has first. an agenda against him. Apparently, yeah. he yeah. just wants to like the slow bleed. He doesn't. He doesn't want it to be easy with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I it's think very that was like on pace with like Michael. He's probably like, I'm gonna kill this guy, and then you know, you're right here next to me. You're not going anywhere. I'll I'll get to you in a second. But then um, he just one, creates the way for her to get out. And it was very easy for her to get out. Like, because I was wondering, I was like, how the fuck is she going to get out of here? He's yeah. sitting right next to her. And then that whole shit that they did with the mask where the mask was there. And then all of a sudden it wasn't there anymore. And then you see his face. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, she's yeah. dead. It's over. Yeah. yeah. She I gone. guess they had to do it that way in order for her to, to make it through this scene. Oh, yeah. 100%. She just has to, you know, he they, has to want to kill they him wrote them. They wrote themselves into a box with that scene because it was a very good scene. But clearly nine times out of ten she's gonna die in it yeah you know it makes no sense that she got up but anyways. the least favorite scene in the movie was where the doctor killed the sheriff uh played by will, uh, will Patton. yeah that hurt me and it's it's like i love will Patton. he i thought yeah i always like him in movies um, yeah great actor and and i thought like he died too, abruptly uh, too abruptly it was too simple yeah for such a good actor to not at least get to test like show his acting ability and put him in a situation where they let the man die with some fucking dignity. He got yeah. stabbed with a with a pen by a by a fucking with minion a, with a pen knife. By would, a would minion, you have disliked yeah, it less lackey. if it was like an actor you didn't know? Was yeah, that? probably. I would have. Yeah, if it was, I'd like, have felt differently. I'd have been like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, because I, I didn't like seeing him die because yeah. I like him as an actor. But I, I really thought uh, it really put a twist on the story. Like, like he had to Van go Der for Beek that twist. No, no, no. Even Jason Vanderbeek, I probably would have, I probably used to like him in it, but um, Carson Daly or something. Carson Daly. Okay. Fair enough. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would have, but um, have so I didn't like that scene. It, he died too abruptly. And then he, uh, of course, Michael's going to wake up and kill the doctor. Like I yeah. saw that coming. Yeah. Immediately. But then that makes you wonder why he didn't kill him originally. Like while he was on the, the bus, why Michael didn't kill the doctor on the bus. He literally kind of kills everybody else. Or yeah. all the officers at the very least on the bus yeah when he first escapes and clearly the doctor let him go but why doesn't you just kill what, him right there wait, but then? didn't the doctor did he cause the accident i know to, i'm to pretty sure michael the loose? doctor just let him loose and then michael must have did something to kill the you know i'm, I'm the pretty tr- sure the doctor caused the accident and then you know did so to like allow michael a chance to you know just roam in the wild and no I, I, i'm pretty him. sure he just let him go because because like, uh, then it's like how did michael escape a house like he was he was chained up yeah well michael's strong i think he didn't but anyway so i didn't yeah. like that scene um no that's alien michael we're talking yeah. about normal michael <laughs> sure, which sure, is in the movie, scene yeah. i did like was when you know Lori strode's daughter karen you know that's my favorite know, scene too she she yeah. straps up yeah. You know, she she baits Michael yeah. into thinking she's this helpless woman who, you know, I'm down here. I'm screaming. I'm crying. I'm being very loud to get your attention. Um, you think that I'm helpless. Gotcha. <laughs> you know she, what I mean? She dotted yeah, that. She fucking, flipped the switch. Yeah. Quick. Yeah. On that scene. And it was like. Yeah, that was my favorite scene too. I love her. And I think this just goes to Judy Greer's uh, acting ability being like, you know, a really great actress. Yeah. Like, she's got a lot of range. The, the, the the emotion in the face right you saw the switch like you saw the fear and oh i'm, I'm helpless and blah 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 as soon as she had me face, sold she yeah. had me sold i was like oh shit here she goes I crying yeah, I he's about to come down the like, stairs just murk her and then, and then as she soon just as he flipped shows it, face yeah you just see it switch yeah. and then bow, yeah that was, that was, right i wonder off. how many times i love that do that take 
to yeah, yeah, ooh, if that was a yeah, that's that hard a, on a DVD because was it the director saying more better like you know or yeah. was it like one take she just killed no it, it seemed if that was a one and done fairly yeah it seemed ooh, fairly seamless like because it, it seemed like something like she it seemed something that was just natural to her where <sighs> she was just like yeah she was feigning this whole sort of Bambi in the woods kind yeah. of shit. And then nah, you know what? Like, there, there probably may have been a few scenes there where she like used the wrong shit. Like, there you are. Right. <laughs> 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 you feeling lucky, punk? Use the Clint Eastwood. You feeling lucky today? After, after like, what are you doing? Just, can you just do the thing we told you to do? I've waited for this my entire life, and now here the moment has come. <laughs> and then the director's like. Let's, You've uh, besmirched me, uh, good sir. Let's bring it like, back. Right, Give let's me one clean word. Let's simplify this. Ball, corner pocket. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Kevin having to go cut, but yeah. wasn't trying to be disrespectful to her. He's like, I, I think we're just gonna go for lunch let's, for a little uh, bit. We'll, everybody yeah. take a break. We'll come back. We'll come know? back. We'll do two more takes. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, just two. Yeah, I, I really oh, like shit. the fact that. Um, the house was designed not to defend themselves against Michael, but to kill Michael. The yeah, house was designed to kill but I, Michael. I hate the cheesy way that they sort of kept, like, did, like they led you up to that moment. They basically just babied you into that. They kept saying, this house wasn't a cage or what, what did they say? What was this house wasn't. Um, uh, or uh, they, like they, they just kept yeah, like leading up to it. it like, trap, and then yeah. you knew at the end, they were going to be like, it's a trap. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love how right, come you know, she was very tactical when she was moving through the house, you know, clearing each room and then yeah. shutting. Oh, that was dope. Yeah. That was really dope. I, I didn't I didn't expect that. I was like, damn, yeah. she's, she's been preparing. Like she's very tactical with this shit. Like she knows yeah. how to as like uh you know SWAT would do, clear exactly. each room one by Shut one. Shut it down. And then you secure the yeah. room. Yeah. So yeah. Michael was really isn't gonna dope. go from one room to the other. Yeah. No, we're, we're, we're closing off his options. Well, they they essentially and, and it was the line the, I think the line that summarizes the movie is the line that the doctor says where he's saying it, it gets like it, he said something to and i'm going to butcher it but he said something to the effect of sometimes you don't know like you don't know if michael's the predator or the preyed and you don't know if laurie is the predator or the uh, preyed and they sort of live off of each other where in this movie she clearly is the predator in this movie mm-hmm. where it's even like she even takes michael's moves right where she he like knocks her off the thing and in the original movie it was michael getting knocked off the uh the the, the like the third floor uh, uh the out third the story whatever out of the yeah. window whatever and then his body disappears this time was flip where laurie's mm-hmm. person getting knocked out of the uh third story and and she she uh he can't see her body and now he's looking for her like yeah oh, where's she at like as soon as yeah. i didn't see her body anymore i got this special feeling of me like, like oh, oh sh- Shit, here she comes. I knew was, I knew was a, a, a it, it felt like a fair fight, like they were matched. Yes, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it was that Activia she's been eating. Like, <laughs> yeah. she, there's no way, sixty-year-old Lori Strode is falling out of the second story and getting out the window. And like it's out. nothing. Like it's that Activia. That's that, that, that Kelsey. <laughs> hey, on that note, uh, we're gonna go ahead and wrap this uh, press play up. But uh, yeah, like usual, we we hit press play on Halloween. 2018 um i hope you guys do the same go ahead and check the movie out let us know your thoughts let us know what you think uh about the movie uh it's you're gonna have thoughts one way or another just express those thoughts uh you know and uh let us know what you what you thought about it especially in this halloween uh uh time that we're uh, we're currently in and then you know what um we really encourage you to kind of maybe look at 
these movies the way we do and kind of made me think about the characters. And, yeah. I, and I know people normally wouldn't go see a movie and think about the um the score, but give, give it a thought and just let us know what you think. Yeah. Because I, I, I think when you, you pick up when you have when you have yeah. to look at them from that way, you might find a certain uh, either appreciation or dislike that you didn't even know you disliked or appreciated. So ch- try to look at it from that way, guys, and really let us know what you think. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Bitch. Couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, well, you didn't need that in that part, but <laughs> <laughs> you almost, you almost, uh, what did in, in uh, baseball quarter pocket? No, uh, yeah, no, in um, what do you call it? Gymnastics when they like oh, perfectly. Yeah, when you, when yeah, you, um, is it dismount? Yeah, when and, you uh, when you dismount, uh, yeah, you almost stuck it, but uh, no, you, you clearly, yeah, yeah, you didn't stick the landing. You didn't stick the landing. Yeah, he stuck bended it. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, just like Fabe said before, uh, if you guys can uh, do us one solemn favor, hit that like button hit that subscribe button wherever whatever platform you listen to us on uh we would uh greatly appreciate it um and uh yeah just fuck with us one way or another just talk to us and uh yeah let, yeah, let us know tag at least will. one person who you think would love the show as well tag them up. yeah yeah let everybody know you know everybody that you can know about the show because uh yeah we uh we're some dope dudes we talk about some dope shit very uh, dope. So, uh, and also too, uh, for those listening, before Wednesday, we have uh, we are throwing a Halloween party at Mount Vernon Marketplace. Come out, check it out. Uh, it's going to be us as well as uh, Jess the Dragoness, uh, live and in full effect. Yes, yes. There you go. There's another uh, saying for you, uh, <laughs> as you've pointed out <laughs> countless times. That's why um, I jumped in with the yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, does anybody have anything else? Nah, I th- that's good. This is a great show. Uh, yeah. Still got yeah. your quote tunes? Oh shit! Oh shit! Yeah, pause that. Pause that. Uh, you can't. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, you, no, I can. Outro. I did. <laughs> I paused the outro. I can do that. All right. It's like I can have those. Got the time stone. He's got the time. Stone. Yeah, like really nothing and going back and <laughs> with the gummy. <laughs> you know, with the gummy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't nut fool yet. That was the pre cum. That was pre cum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Um, so uh, we're trying to do um, quotes to to kind of uh, outro us here. Um, and uh, so my quote for the day is: "I ate his liver with fava beans and a nice Chianti." Damn it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I was that was gonna take that. you guys a little more time. What? Uh, I, was, I was like a second behind him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was movie, a good one. The movie though. Um that was in Red Dragon. Whoa, no. Uh although that's sort of Let a sequel to it. Um or a prequel. Red Dragon was a prequel, was a prequel. to it. Yeah. It I'm just gonna go with Silence of the Lambs, yeah. Boom. Because it sounds like a conversation he'd be having with uh Doctor uh what's that whatever her face is. With Jodie Foster's character. Uh, Clarice. Clarice. Clarice, yeah. yeah. Clarice Starling, I believe her yeah. name is. Clarice. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was great. Uh, I thought that was going to be much harder for you, but it wasn't. So uh, with that being said, let's go ahead and, uh, yeah. Uh, so without anything else to say, let's uh, Fade out. the usual protocol. Fade out. Yeah, you did that way too early. Peace. <laughs> One. Live and full of that. Why did I sound drunk on that? Yeah, sorry to run out.